With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everyone. And welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, what have we got in store for you tonight? Well, the ladies will be talking about Doctor Who, Fear of the Walking Dead, and The Walking Dead World Beyond. Then I will join, and we will talk about all three of the first episodes of The Wheel of Time. And then we'll talk about the 4400, and then Karen and I will finish out the night with Discovery. And I'm sure we'll think of other things to rattle on about, as we always do. So, as soon as the ladies get here, we will get rocking and rolling. Um, What else have I been watching? That might be of interest. Quite honestly, can't think of anything new I've been watching. Um, I recently watched The Harder They Fall on Netflix. It's the Western uh, with Isra. Is wow. My apologies. Idris Jonathan. Majors and Regina King, Zazie Beats. That's all I can think of off the top of my head. Really, really good movie. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, hmm. What else have I watched? I don't know. Uh, what else is going on in my world? Nothing. <laughs> um, huh. I can't think of anything. I'm here. Well, Karen just texted me that she's here, but Ball Talk Radio ain't showing me crap. You know, I just realized I don't even see that I'm here. So, let's refresh hey we're all here now hello Karen has her hand held up hello how do you have your hand held up Karen there's a I don't there's a little hand raised I don't I've never seen that before I've never seen that before I usually press one but I actually well, you know what's funny? Until I got Karen's text that said I'm here, I didn't, I'm, lo- I'm looking at the screen and I didn't even notice that I wasn't in the screen either. Yeah, I heard you say that. I've been here too. So. Yeah. Oh, I love Block Talk oh, Radio. That was painful. 
That was painful. I was listening to you talk, and I was like, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I couldn't get through. <laughs> anyway, I'm here now. Hi. Hi. Hello, everybody. I made it. Hi, Jamie. How are you guys? Hello. There's always something exciting at the beginning of this podcast, thanks to Blog Talk yes. Radio. Yep. All right. Well, we got, we got lots, lots to talk about, so you ladies should jump right in. Okay. All right. Let's jump you right start in. start with Doctor Who? Yes, let's start with Doctor Who. Okay. We can do that. Which, by the way, it's, I don't know if you got my message. It's back on New Year's. I didn't know that. Because I didn't know when the specials were coming, but I had gotten an email that wasn't even, I don't think, supposed to be like a reveal. I guess you were supposed to know that. I didn't know it was coming back on New Year's, but it is. <laughs> but anyway. the holiday special is on New Year's, you mean? Yeah, I didn't know for sure what they were doing. I hadn't really looked. Um, but I got an email from, I don't know, some Doctor Who thing I'm part of, and I'm like, oh, it is on, on New Year's. Okay, cool. Uh, well, first we've got to get through the mess of the fall, and it is indeed yeah. a mess. Uh, well, this one was this good. Wasn't... I really liked this one. Uh, maybe you didn't, but I did. I wouldn't say I really liked it. I, I'll say it's an improvement. It's better. I really liked uh, it. I mean, it had weird stuff in it, and I'm not sure where they're going with it. But I thought overall the story was a lot more cohesive. I mean, yeah. I still could have done without Belle and Vendor, but I didn't feel like it really took me out of the story like it did the week before. Like it didn't really bother yes. me. Although I will say this may also have caused, which I didn't even think to tell you when I was watching it, is that because my internet was being fixed that day, I it, I kept getting buffering constantly. So it took me a lot longer than an hour to watch it. I don't know if that affected my... my uh, uh, well, it, was, it was like an hour and 15 minutes anyway. Well, it was, I mean, like it was a long two episode. hours for me, but... Yeah. Because um, I did have That's to too bad. Back, but uh, regardless of that, I don't know. I because uh, it would like it would be right when the the dang angel would like unfreeze and it like you know when they like move and like the damn yeah. screen would freeze. <laughs> like this is not helping. Uh, but um, that being said, I don't know. I really liked the angels and I thought um, it was a pretty tense episode. I mean, there were some silly things. Granted. Um, like, I would really like to know why the angels are stopped by locked doors, but that's a whole other but not problem. But they, can come, they can come through, yeah, they can come through a TV screen or out of the fire at you, but they can't door. come through a locked door. Yeah. But to yeah. be fair, that's not Chibnall that did that. That's just the way the Weeping Angels are. Um, but I like the Weeping Angels, and I thought this one was pretty creepy. I like that they brought back the whole, an image of an angel as an image. I mean, they really played with that in this one. Um, and I liked Claire again, and I also liked that Jericho, and I liked how he was, like, totally not giving in to them. I liked that. Um, I, I I don't know if I like the uh, Division storyline. I'm not sure where it's going. I don't totally hate it, but I, I didn't hate the storyline as much as other people did. I don't like that they retcon things, but I don't necessarily hate some of that you know, mythology, I'm just, like, totally confused why she turned into an angel, but it was kind of like a cool, I thought a cool cliffhanger, and it looked really cool the way they did it. Um, yeah, and I also, the thing, did you watch the preview? For next week, I, yeah, yeah, I did. 
The thing um, that I was going to say is we always you always talk about how you don't like like superheroes and that that are like all powerful and can beat everybody type of thing. Yeah. I think the fact that she doesn't come back for a while and they're going to be like left for three years, I think is kind of interesting because I mean, we get that sometimes when the doctor loses and, and I don't mind that because not that I want something bad to happen for say, I mean, I want it to have a happy ending, but like for it not to go right, I, I think is kind of interesting. And I want to know how that happens. Like, I think that that could be, could be a good thing that they're maybe just kind of left there for a while to figure out what to do. Um, and they did have more stuff to do this time, at least. Actually, um, I thought they had very little to do. I thought we could have had this whole episode without the companions and nothing would have changed. Really? I don't know. I liked their, them going with the with the girl. Um, and I liked how they kind of did the two times at the same time. I mean, I think everybody had probably guessed that was a little girl fairly early on. But um, yeah. regardless... I, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of a cool, a cool episode overall. And I thought it was very creepy when they're going through the, the tunnel and like the, the angel's arms are coming again, why it can come through that was cool. an underground yeah. tunnel, but not come through knock, knock doors. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I thought that was, that was pretty cool how it was coming after them. And then suddenly it stopped. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's overall, I liked it, but I like weeping angels. So I just thought I mean, it was, was freaky. I thought it was better than it has been. I mean, it was it was the best episode we've had yet, which is kind of not saying much because I haven't really liked any of it yet. You mean this uh, season all, or you mean out of Jody's No, this episode of this season. It was the best episode of this okay, season of the four. Funny. What was it, the third or the fourth that we've seen? I mean, it was the best we've yeah. seen of this Flux storyline, which is a – Right, a, right. You know, but we've talked about it every week. What a mess it is. The best of the season, definitely. No, it was the best of this season. Uh, it was the best mm-hmm. of this bad, of this poor, terrible season so far, in my opinion. Um, like, I just don't think it's been a good season. But this was the best. I like the Angels, too. They are one of the Doctor's oldest and scariest enemies. Um, of the new, new Doctor Who's, but yes. Of all time. Of all, all time, class. I think. I think they're one no, of the No, no, but the, you said one, one of the oldest ones. They weren't in the classic. That's why it was Okay, but that just, way. you know, it came out, it's been on for 15, 16 years now. It's not a new show anymore, the new series. No, no, no. Uh, uh, it's been on for 16 years. I, I don't know when they made their first appearance, but they are one of the, and they're established in like, you know. Anyway, um, I, you know, one problem with them being a long established show is that every time the doctor beats them, the next time we see them, they're more powerful. And, and like, the Wizarding Angels are getting more and more powerful, right? I mean, they're really powerful in this episode. I mean, to be able to take over the TARDIS and then to be able to take over the Doctor, I'm not sure I'm down with them yeah, taking I'm not over the Doctor's body. No, I'm not. I mean, the TARDIS, I, yeah. I mean, first of all, you can't just take over the TARDIS because it's been established that the TARDIS almost, like, has a mind of its own and sometimes doesn't even listen to the Doctor, right? Um, and it's supposed to not let anything in, and it's pulled a lot of stuff in this time. But that being said, it was supposed to be already screwed up by the flex. Yeah. I don't know yes. if the thought that the angels got into the TARDIS. I, I, I said that last time. Yeah, I mean, we said I that last week. Of the, the idea of using the quote, the angels have the TARDIS, and it kind of being a throwback, I didn't mind. But them actually getting in the TARDIS, yes. But aside from yeah. the beginning of them in the TARDIS, the part of them in this you know, um, whatever it was, 1967 and 
but it made me want well, to know what happened. So I like yeah. the ending as a cliffhanger, yeah, like you said, as a standalone episode. Do I want to know more about the division? I don't know. I have to wait and see where it yeah. goes. But as like a thrilling yeah. running away from angels thing, I thought it was pretty cool. And I like there was yeah. a lot of good lines in it too. Like I loved where the do- where the doctor's talking to to that Jericho and and he he's like, how did you get in here? And she's like, the door is open. He's like, no, it wasn't. She's like, well, it was after I opened it. I thought that was kind of funny. And she just kind of keeps uh, you know, ignoring him and, and doing what she wants. So I appreciated some of those kind of little lines. Um, I liked Jericho. Yeah. I thought he was a good character. I, I liked Jericho as a, you know, as a yeah, and I liked one how or they were talking in his voice. They, they don't do that a lot, but I thought that was kind of cool how they were talking to him. And it looked really cool when it jumped through the TV too, right before he smashed it. Like it showed it kind yeah. of happened in the TV. That was pretty cool. Actually, yeah. I think part of why I like this too is this episode. And I, because of my headaches, I never did get to finish it. I need to go back and finish it because I had, it had, I had lost the save, but this um, made me think a lot of, of the part of the game playing it and having the angels oh, stalking yeah. you. Like it gave me, yeah, because it even made me think of like this one room that you're in that's got like a phonograph and that's in the game. And I it just, I kept getting that like feeling like an angel was going to kind of jump out. So yeah, I mean, to me, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I wow. don't know whether I got it only because of the game or not, but it, but I liked it. Um, it made me like the game huh. more and think I want to go back and finish it. So, um, huh. But, yeah, um, and, and the story with Bell and Bender did not annoy me like it did before. No, um, it, it somehow it it seemed seem... to feel like it, it's starting to make a little, you know, yeah. they pared down the number of storylines going on in, in any one episode, I guess. And, you know, Bell and Bender started to, like, make a little more sense as a, as a couple and as a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, like, that might have been just a really good standalone episode of Doctor Who, you know, yeah. Um. The doctor meeting Belle and helping her, or whatever. I'm like, like you. I'm not sure where it's going, or if I care, or if it, you know, makes sense. Um. But yeah, I found it less distracting and annoying. Um. That's starting to come together a little bit. I. I mean. Although I do to me, I know. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I do think, though, that if you have to send somebody a message and you have one chance to get it out, maybe you ought to start with your coordinates and, oh, yeah, I'm pregnant. <laughs> Instead of, I mean, I know yeah. that's the point of her getting cut off, but it's like she said absolutely nothing important other than I love you through the whole message. <laughs> and then she funny. says, I don't have much time, so, and then she gets cut off, yeah. Yeah, um, of course she does. Yeah. But, uh, so I know you disagree, but I think the companions were a really weak part of this episode. Um, we could have not had them in it at all, I feel, and and it would have been like yeah, I don't the same episode. Needed per se that storyline, but I thought some of it was good. I yeah. liked them with the little girl. The part with with the couple, yeah. I don't know that they necessarily needed, but I I, I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool yeah. how they had like the two timelines going on concurrently and. And like being yeah, able to see I mean, each other, I, I thought was kind of neat. I just feel like they continue to give the, the companions nothing to do, really, particularly Yaz. I think they're doing a piss poor job of introducing a new companion because I really could care less about Dan and I don't, whatever his name is. And I kind of wish he would go away. I'm not looking forward to him as the new companion. I don't like him. Um, and and I blame the writers for not introducing him in a way that he, I mean he's just dumb and says like he says a, he has a little comic relief when he says dumb things, um, and that's about it. He's not the kind of 
personality that most of the companions have that I want to see. Um, and I don't, I don't like him or care about him. Uh, I'm disappointed that he's going to be the new companion. I think they, I, I just think he just, he, he just hasn't become, they haven't shown me any reason why the doctor would actually want to take this guy with her around the galaxy universe, wherever. So they've got a couple more episodes to try to make me care about him. I other people I think like him. I just yeah, I like don't. And I feel like t- time with him. Time with him is time not spent with the doctor or yes. It it yeah. yeah I guess not... they could have probably ha- maybe if they had had the two of them stay with her, maybe they could have had it might have worked better and not had like that side storyline. I guess, but they wanted to do the part of of the little girl and everything, and they had to have it split up. Well, he hasn't been with her but at I, all. The entire, pretty much the whole season, he, he's been off on that's his That's true. And maybe that's the problem. They haven't really had a time, had time to get, like, a relationship, um, yeah. friendship, and anything really before. between yeah. the three of them. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So, anyway. Well. Uh, we'll better. Not great, week. but better. Next yeah, and next week, uh, Unit, the lady from, I don't know what her, I can't think what her name is, but the one that's related to Lethbridge Stewart. Unit Sarah lady. Jane? No, the is one there? from Unit, the blonde one. I can't for the life of oh, uh, her name. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. She's coming back. I wish that they had uh, What's Your Face back with her, though. Um, God, I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't think of their names. But the um, woman's inhaler. I would have. I wish she was with her. So I like her. Oh too. yeah, yeah, yeah. Os- Osborne, Osgood. Oswald, yeah. Os- Os- yeah Oswald. Oswald. Os- no, Osgood, not yeah. Osgood, right? Yeah. You're right, Osgood. Yeah. Yeah, I would have liked Osgood, to see yeah. her too, but I like to see at least uh, coming back. Yeah. 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 yeah All right. Well, we'll, we'll see where it goes next goes. week. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, um, at any rate, I liked it. I mean, it, it was a like, much you know, better ever, but I, I, as an independent episode, I liked it. Look, it was far better than the other show we're going to talk about, Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not. A, it wasn't a terrible hour, uh, and it was better than. I mean, last week, it, you know, it's an improvement. I didn't well, hate it. But um, it was better than last week. Three quarters of it was a good story. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I, 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 you know, there's this, fe- I think maybe what I don't like, and we've talked about this a little bit, this feeling that Chibnall's trying to like retcon the entire thing before well, he goes and change everything. Yeah. Right. He's retconning everything or establishing entirely new like mythology or is he going to just, you know, I read some speculation online that is he really just going to let Flux destroy this universe and then the new writers get a clean slate entering like, you know, the doctor into like another universe where you could say, like you were saying last week, is it going to be like none of this happened, right? Is it going to be like Nick, like it could be like the doctor wakes up from a dream almost and has a close well, sleep. Well, don't do that exactly, but, but yeah. If it yeah, no, not a dream exactly. But a parallel you know pocket universe or something. Yeah. Or that maybe, the, yeah. I mean, it, it could even, to me, I would even be okay if you found out that, like, maybe everything the master said was, like, a total lie. I mean, do we really yeah. know that what he said about the timeless child was even true? Because she doesn't have the memory. We don't know. Right. I mean, I, I would be okay if it just ended up it was all a lie. 
because then he got to do the story and people weren't pissed that he changed it. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind the mythology he's put in for the most part. I think it's interesting. I don't like the retconning bit, which is, I think, yeah. what most people have a problem with. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, there's supposed to be X amount of doctors. And, yes, it was cool shock value ways, but, like, after the fact, it just didn't. It just doesn't work. It just gets messier and messier, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, next week is five of six. So yeah, we're near the end of yeah. it's kind of, I, I, I don't know the fact that we're on four episodes and they've had so many different things going on. I think is right. the biggest and problem. And we're no, yeah. We don't I even really know. I seriously wonder if they wrote 10 episodes and said it's COVID, we can't do it. <laughs> Let's keep all of it anyway. That's what I feel and just like. Make it, yeah, and make everything an hour and 15 minutes. and Yeah. Yeah, and they just shove yeah. all into one. All right. Maybe. Okay, well, do you want to right. do fear first? Uh, all right, let's do fear first, yeah. Okay, um, reclamation. So this whole episode is basically about Al and um, her going off with their girlfriend. Um, yeah. I, like, <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like... For, like, if you go by it as a standalone, the action in the episode wasn't bad. But I feel like I, I don't I don't want to say – I like Al, but I don't really care about this girl at all, I guess, is the, my pro, my biggest problem. Well, yeah. The fact that they risked everything for her. Like, yes, yeah, she risked her life to help them because she cared about Al, but th- th- this whole that they do it all over again and Morgan – you know, and and them are real. I I don't know. I I just I I feel like this character to begin with didn't really work for me, and they brought her yeah. back, and now they got rid of well, her. I liked Al. I didn't want her to leave, and now well, she's gone, and I don't care about her friend. Well, sorry. <laughs> well, good for Maggie Grace for getting off of this train wreck. I mean, she's barely. I said to you by text message. Look, I'm sorry, Maggie Grace has left the show, but really. Do I even care about Al? When's the last time we even saw Al? Okay, she was in a little bit last week. But Al hasn't really had a storyline since the middle of last season, I think, right? Um, yeah, although to be so, fair, most of them haven't had storylines since the middle of right, last season. But, but you yeah, know, you're right. Um, I no, mean, you're right. And that's, right. that's part of the reason why, why you don't care, and I agree with you, why I don't care about Isabel. I don't think, like, I don't think – it really was established enough for us. I mean, we know Al's in love with this woman and has been almost since she laid eyes I on her. And we've seen that. Part but, of my wait, wait, let me finish. Let because me finish. She barely like, knew her. Let me finish. Uh, it, it, it's not just that she barely knew her. It's that we don't know her at all. Like I, like this, yeah. the intensity of this relationship is not established because we never really saw it, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and not only did we never even see it, but Al never talked about it. Like the storyline was set up that Al has this secret love that nobody knows about, right? And it's hard to uh, – she never even talked about how much she loves this person. So at, at least like all that time we never saw Sherry, we had Dwight like searching relentlessly for Sherry. And so, I mean, maybe this is not a good comparison, but you know what I mean? Like it's established yeah. that he loves her. Um, and but we know it. this character we've so. barely seen and she barely yeah. talked about – and, and and I still, I don't know. I don't, sorry, I'm trying to plug my 
phone in. Sorry, and died. Um, now I dropped my phone. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess that you don't necessarily have to know somebody forever, but like she meets her and she's madly in love with her right after she meets her, and from then on, we're just supposed to buy that. And yeah. we never hear much about her because she hides everything, and you're just supposed to buy that she's risking everything for this person she doesn't know. I have a problem with yes. that. You know? It's not a person she doesn't know. It's a person, like, we don't know. I mean, she knows her, believes she knows her, and we don't know how much they've right. been speaking up and meeting each other. Like, Al has all this video. There's all this video of them, which I thought it was kind of dumb also. So the whole video, I was for most of the time, like, why does Al have this video of herself talking to Isabel? Why wouldn't she have video of Isabel to look at? And then I thought maybe what we're seeing is actually Isabel looking at the video that she has of Al. Like, what are we really seeing? Yeah, I and think then I Isabel thought Isabel was supposed to have been the one that recorded it, but yeah, but it was I like thought, weird they didn't want to show her. Well, then I thought, how does every single person on like, I'm sorry, like. There's so many cameras and tape recorders around on the show, right? Um, Yeah. That it's crazy. And I just – but, yeah, I'm with you on, like, not really caring. I mean, I – yeah, and that, you know, that Isabel has to flee because people want to kill her is also – like, I feel like it makes no sense at all if you're you're watching the other show, if you're watching World Beyond – it makes a little more sense because that show has more established the ruthlessness of the CRM, right? But if you're only watching mm-hmm. Fear the Walking Dead, you know, like, mm-hmm. what, like, it's really not established how dangerous these people are or why she has to leave. It was, I don't know, it, I mean, it was nice to have Al leave the show in a way that she's not just killed off in a walker attack, which happens to almost yeah. everyone on this show. Um, and if you're not yeah. killed, if you just leave on your own, you leave stupidly like Michonne, which, like, you know, we've talked about the, the unbelievability of Michonne just leaving her kids. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. um, even you know, Morgan. The one thing uh, that I didn't get, and this is just another nitpick of, of kind of bad writing, but. Um, take away. The one thing that irritated me is whenever that one of the CRM has a gun on Morgan and Grace, right? Morgan yeah. gets the gun, and he's got a gun on him. Does he say to Grace, Grace, pick up the other gun? No, of course not, because then they could stop them. Instead, Grace is so he, dumb. The guy ends up, yeah, because they could have at that point gotten the upper hand. Although I have to say, the one, the one big thing about this episode I have to mention, which I don't know if you agree, but this had an awesome kill in it. That cannon blowing up those people was so awesome, even though it wasn't a zombie. Even the test cannon was cool, I thought. Was it, it was cool in a, like, the wrestling way cool. It was really ridiculous. But I thought it was pretty cool. I liked it. I liked her blowing the people up. I thought it was, it was funny. Yes. It was an interesting new thing that they did. It is, it, it defies belief that, that, that they have access to a working cannon and gunpowder to operate it, right? Like, okay, yeah, so I there are cannons. Yes, you did. Um, but, I mean, it, it's a huge, it's an example of the horrible, horrible writing on this show, right? That everyone has a working walkie-talkie. Like, everyone has, where did all these gas masks come from? How does every single person have a gas mask? Forget that. How and do you a Geiger- so many batteries? 
That's what I well, like and to go, know. Where'd they get I all these Geiger counters? Where'd they get all the, I, I mean, I've never seen a real live Geiger counter in my life. Have you? Yeah, like, and where, all the hazmat suits that magically appeared. Yeah. Yes. Especially, yeah, what I want to know is where the heck Dwight and Sherry got hazmat suits. Because, like, I get that there's maybe stuff on the sub, especially because Teddy was planning this. I get that where June and, and uh, Dory were down where he was, you know, going to say that there was hazmat suits. I don't get how Dwight and Sherry go into the fall the fallout shelter type things. Not a fallout shelter, you know what I mean. Originally, yeah. before that, their basement thing. In in this these people's house, and it's they have all storm cellar. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think cellar somehow they have not. They, I'm sorry, they didn't have hazmat suits. They had gas masks. But my point is, is how did they have any of this? Like, why? It just doesn't make sense. Well. Yeah, I mean, even even June was kind of making her own suit. Remember, she was working on it and taping it and everything. But, yes, where did all the gas masks come from? Where did all the Geiger counters, all the walkie Like, all of it is ridiculous, right? Um, yeah. And so, so, I mean, I guess if they have all that, sure, why isn't there, like, a Civil War era cannon still in, or whatever era it's from, like, a, an actual cannon in perfect working order? And, and you need, like, actual gunpowder to like fire a cannon right so they have that also and there was actually like in the first scene there's a cannonball right she uses a cannonball in the first scene yeah like yeah. i mean you're just making me, you're just making me laugh because i was thinking of something i thought of you the one day when i was watching it on the on the one labria i don't remember which labria it was but i know it had to have aired now but um they get uh this uh i don't even remember what it was but it collapses okay and and the they uh they're the one guy's like, We can use dynamite like they did on law. <laughs> yeah. I started laughing. Yeah. It was totally meant to be great. It just I was thinking and then I started thinking about the black rock and it about arts and everything. And yeah. Well, I mean I mean um, this, this show yeah. I mean, all of this stuff I mean it was a it was a very cool zombie kill and it, and and it was cool the way she kind of shredded those people. Of course, they were sort of the dump, most dumbass CRM officers ever that they repeatedly like fall for, you know, all these tricks. But whatever, yeah. it was cool looking. It, it defies any type of believability, but it was cool looking. Um, you know, I think but you um, don't want to show for I mean, believability, but yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, I also have a problem with, like, I really. I mean, I just can't believe they stuck with this Al, the journalist storyline till the bitter end. And in the end, Al's like, oh, I chose the camera over. Is it? I mean, that's kind of ridiculous that, I mean, there's been a nuclear bomb, okay? Like, and you're still, and you're, still you're still like, I'm going to go around and interview people. It's important. And you've given up like everyone and everything. And that she, like, that she has the camera and that, okay, if the, if it's her life, and yet she wanders off and leaves the camera. She she leaves the camera in the in the in the armored vehicle when she leaves, right? Because Morgan but if she comes didn't up and do finds that, the camera. Morgan couldn't have obviously stolen it. I mean, you know, Morgan right. had it from the beginning. He didn't even have to say he had it. Yeah, right. Which I thought I'm was just saying, funny. You know, in, a, in a in a in a not they shouldn't have done it way. It was funny, but I mean, it was like. Yeah, of course he did. <laughs> you know, she was dumb enough. This to camera there. is the most important thing in her life. She gives up everything for it, and then she's dumb enough to leave it there when she runs off. Then, you know, then later again, it's uh, I don't know. I was so glad when she smashed. I think I think all the all everyone watching it was like, oh my god, thank god she smashed that stupid camera, which yeah. making these tapes have gotten them into so much trouble. 
like making tapes and leaving them lying uh-huh. around. And I mean, uh-huh. it's, you know, uh, so I really was disappointed that they, that they full on committed to it for Al's like final story. Like it was, I don't know. It was nice to see somebody get a pseudo happy ending on this show, maybe, but it was just dumb the way it was. Right. And, and, right. and, 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 okay. Who's watching that baby while Morgan and Grace are running around? Yeah, I saw they leave people posting that too. We're questioning. I, I guess the are they're with. It sounded like they're with the other group now, um, but still, what other yeah, group? they just kind of. It. What other group? They're with um, Mo and and uh, Charlie and Daniel and they, Charlie. Like, oh, like, oh wait. There was like a throwaway comment that lasted two seconds somewhere there in the middle. Um, oh, I and they have they the baby. There was a comment about it. Yeah. So the baby's back with them, but it was a little convenient. But uh, but then again, so, if it was it, the, if the baby was with them, we would have been complaining because the baby was with them. So, well, it's yeah. just I mean it's just so ridiculous, right? I mean, and okay, answer me another question then. If they got the baby, why when they lived in this really nice fort with a cannon? Would outside of the outside of the zone? Why did they go move into the submarine, which is like totally like in the middle of the radiation zone? Like, why do Morgan and Grace still live in the submarine? And why would other people be like, oh yeah, the submarine seems like a great idea. Let's move in there with you. That's a good question. If they had gotten out, you're right. I thought they had such a hard time getting past that area. But you know, then again, now they have they have so much of that. Which again, I thought that those pills were supposed to just be from the leaking warhead, but that seemed to be different radiation than the than the, the warhead that exploded. And somehow now they seem to have enough medicine; they don't have to worry about radiation. Well, yeah, I mean, we know that the warhead. We know the warhead. One of the warheads landed right by the right by the um, submarine. We saw the explosion. We saw. I mean, all you know, we saw how all the zombies were like turned to. You're right. Cinders, Once they got out. Morgan hit under a truck. Back. Yes, why are they, I mean... Getting out. Why would they go back? Well, it and like, everything is covered with radiation where they live in that submarine. It's mm-hmm. like the worst place you can be. And then, yet, Morgan, like, every episode, he's, like, running around Texas. He's like, oh, let me go visit Al in her place. Let me go visit Strand in his place. Let me go find Sherry. Let me go find Dory underground. Like, Morgan, Morgan is, like, a better bloodhound than that dog. Morgan just finds okay. everyone, and he can drive around everywhere. So why does he? Why does he keep living in the submarine? It's driving me insane. It's making it hard for me to like. Yeah, it's just. It was just another terrible, terrible episode. I, I would say ninety percent of this episode was terrible, and ten percent of it was kind of good, including the awesome zombie, the awesome kills that you mentioned, which were cool. Um, yeah. The. Uh, uh, and parts of Al, like, it was just nice to see Maggie Grace again and to see yeah. her character uh, and just unfortunate that her character is, like, turned into this, like, um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I've you said know. before, I think the thing is, is this, the thing that saves the show enough that it's not as horrible is that it's really good acting, a lot of it. That's the good yeah. It's just they need well, a good story to go along with it, you know? They need to, to up the yeah, writing. I mean, I mean, the acting is pretty solid week after week. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I just – also, but I mean, you can't we can't have a show that only has good acting. That's a problem, we, no matter we cannot, how good the acting is. Yeah. We cannot let this go by 
I'm sorry, I can't let this conversation end without mentioning the part where Al knows how to fly a helicopter now. <laughs> like, yeah. what? Al, like, I'm sorry, Al does not know how to fly a helicopter. And dating a pilot doesn't make you learn how to fly a helicopter. No. Wasn't there something, though, before when they were trying to get on the helicopter, she wasn't she trying to fly it back then? She knew about flying a because she knew how to fly a little plane or something, didn't she? I don't know. It's flying a uh, helicopter similar she knows to a plane. To, I, I, mean, I don't she know. Knows, I have no idea. I'm asking. I don't. She had knew how to fly I, the I plane or something. Oh, that stupid plane they had to fly. To, so Morgan can walk all over Texas, but last season he had to fly a plane yeah. to go rescue someone. You're um, right. No, but I'm just saying, this, if you can fly like a plane, can you fly a helicopter? Maybe if you know how to fly one, you know how to fly the other. I don't know. I have no idea. No, I don't believe um, that is the case. I know I know a guy who flew jets in the Navy and he had to get extra training to fly a helicopter. It's not the same thing. It probably is helpful. I don't know. Also, like, yeah, but like, I don't know how she learned. Knowing, being like, able to do it or okay, but I, my I don't dad... Know. My dad was in the first cavalry. He spent he spent the entire Korean War riding around in a plane. It didn't make up a pilot. Like he hours and hours and hours and hours in the sky didn't make up a pilot, right? Uh, yeah, but remember, so, you know, on movies, if you if you fly a plane in video games, you can be a pilot. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying the way they do things nowadays, I know. they have. They well, in most video games, yes, you, yes. I mean, you don't play a plane. Okay, first of all, these people haven't touched the video game in 10 years on this show. Um, this but whatever, it's, re- it's ludicrous. No, it is. Also, Al made a remark. She said, and I talked to you about this also, uh, she said that Isabel went to a cabin in the Smokies. So the Great Smoky Mountains are in Tennessee. So she flew this helicopter all the way to Tennessee. And I mentioned to you, like, how many times did she have to stop to refuel? And, this, and like, she just knows where all the CRM depots are and, 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 can, and knows how to – like, I can't, I'm losing my ability to speak because it's so bad. They can travel really fast. They all have, have uh, TARDISes and they can go really fast. <laughs> yeah, it's just ridiculous. It's, it's, it is. It's, 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 I know that, like, yes, we're not – we're watching the show about – actually, the most annoying thing is that this show isn't even about zombies anymore, right? Um. But we're, yeah. like, we watch a show about the zombie apocalypse. I mean, you can say, yeah, you're not watching it for realism, but we are kind of watching it for realism. And I would like to have some type of, like, I'm watching like, it for believability, not realism, yes. but believability, I'd say. Yes, thank you, Jamie. That's exactly it. Yeah. That's, you're exactly right. And, and it's this kind of sloppiness makes the show hard to watch, right? The complete, yeah. like, I, I cannot believe that these guys have not been fired. Like, they became the showrunners in, I think, season four. And I, I can't, I, I just can't believe that AMC just doesn't care at all about how crappy this show gets week after week after week, right? Uh, how bad the writing is week after week after week. I just, uh, uh, I don't know. Like, I guess... I guess you can probably you hear my voice. Sometimes there's glimmers of it, of it having the possibility of getting yes. somewhere, but like it always yes. kind of doesn't, <laughs> for lack of a better right. way of explaining I mean, it. You're always kind of like, well, I think it's headed. That, no, <laughs> no, no. I'm really at the point where I guess I just feel I'm just offended, really, week after week at what they're passing. Like, at, like they're really insulting our taste, taste and intelligence. 
But the person that I should be offended at is myself because I keep watching it and I'm free to not watch it. <laughs> like, like, but I hate watching it. But anyway, yeah, it was bad. And yet it wasn't as bad as some other episodes have been. That's why I said a lot of it, I think, is that a lot of times the acting is really good. And it's like, that doesn't make it okay. But when you're watching it, like, scene for scene, it can be, I'm just trying to think of the right way to say it, enjoyable in the sense that, like, it's, an emo- it's emotional and, it, and it's done well in that sense. And it's got good effects, yeah. too. I mean, the, the show is per se made well. They spend a lot of money on it. They just need to hire new writers. <laughs> if we're yeah. totally honest. Yeah, yeah it's made well. Um, the, the special effects and the makeup are consistently very good. Um, yeah, the acting's good. Um, they just need to change uh, the story. And the quit rehashing is, the same story. The acting is mostly pretty solid. It's not Emmy Award winning acting no, because I just think. I mean, well, because yeah. I think some of these actors are not challenged. Um, that too, but again, and like, like, what do we expect Maggie Grace to really do with what she was given this week, right? Or poor Karen David, is that her name, who plays Grace? The, like, Grace needs yeah. to be killed. Um, I mean, Grace is just, I don't know. They gave I, her some good stuff problem, maybe, but they haven't. This problem has a real trouble with couples. Like, you know, so uh, Al and Isabel are a terrible couple because they're not a couple because Isabel's invisible, right? It's like a non-relationship yeah. viewer. Grace and Morgan are mm-hmm. terrible, terrible couple. They have, like, no chemistry it's, at all. The thing is, uh, they, have, they have glimpses of things. That's what I said. Like, I feel like they have glimpses of things that you see that could be good, and they'll have, like, one thing that's like, okay, that's interesting, but then they move off on it something else. Uh, like, I there think are no the glimpses. They have, well, some of it, I said. Like, I think, like we said, like, the, the stuff that they had with, with Sarah was good, but the problem is she's not even a main character. Like, when they okay, get, but I'm not it seems like likely when they get to the main character. No, I know, but I'm saying that's part of it. Like, they have some good stuff with, like, the idea of, we talked about how, like, it would be hard for Grace after she just lost a baby to, like, have to raise a baby. Like, that could be interesting. Just like the stuff with Daniel. He's losing his memory, and, like, the fact of surviving that in this environment could okay, be interesting. Okay, but you're – but don't – like, you just don't, see them, and they don't pick Jimmy, up don't, on it. No, what I'm about me? that's the problem. I'm talking about how horrible Morgan and Grace are and how horrible every couple is on the show, and, like – just because one other unrelated thing is okay, they're terrible. They're a but terrible, terrible couple. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like they, they get those moments, but they don't, they don't pick the good moments. Like they pick everything else. That's kind of what I'm getting, getting at. Like they ignore all the stuff that could be good. I guess is what well, I'm saying. I mean, nothing. <laughs> it's not really nothing is good. Yeah, nothing is good. And when there is something good, like the character of Victor Strand, they go out of their way to ruin it. Um. And we'll talk – he's on next week, so we'll talk more about his ridiculous yeah, we'll character, how, how he's become ridiculous. But, yeah, it was it was just not a great it – it was not the worst, but, it, it, like, the, like there's no longer really ever a really good episode of this show. Um, this was one of those – this was a, like, partially less bad one, but it, it's just so full of – of ridiculous scenarios that can defy any kind of logic or, or like yeah. that you just like, it distracts me so much from 
like anything. And and look, and and I really wish that I could have said goodbye to the character of Al in a way that I didn't want to like smash the camera. Like that, like her story. Like, like I, I, I was just very disappointed that the writers committed to that to the bitter end. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah she, she should have moved it's on. Just, well, next week is about Strand, and I will say there's, my God, there's I'm a lot so of mad. There's a, did you see it yet? No, no, I'm going to be so mad because I'm so mad about Strand, no, I think right? There's a lot of, I feel like the next episode, and I'm not going to get into what it is or spoil or anything because it is on AMC+. Plus. But, like, I feel like this one coming up, like, there's a lot of things that, not a lot, but there's certain things that I, I like that they did, but I don't like, I don't know that I necessarily still like the direction they're taking it. And I think you're going to probably feel the same way. Like, there's certain things that happen in the episode, I'm like, well, that could have went differently and maybe it would have been more interesting than what they uh, anyway I don't want it's hard to talk about it without talking about it but well, um, I'm curious what, what you think about the episode I mean uh, so I'll be interested alright so uh, we'll talk about it next week but I have to say I really think they lost me for this storyline when they had um, when they had Victor send assassins to kill the parents and the little girl that Sherry and Dwight were living yeah. with it, it's just so I agree. It's not a, it's it just, seems out of character. It's the ultimate. It's, like, it's just not Victor. It's I the like ultimate the strand, example of how they've ruined Victor. I like the strand that struggles to be good, not the strand that has chosen to be bad. Yeah, I, I think me and you both kind of feel that way. Like the strand from before. I um. They. I. I feel he's changed at any rate. Um. Or, or the strand I mean, who just is the strand who is the strand whose strand is. Is is selfish and a con man who's always looking to advance himself, but not right. He's, but never, really he's not a child a killer. He he wouldn't murder right, children exactly. for basically no reason. Like like I still don't really understand what he what he achieved by even doing that. Right by being like, ha ha, Sherry, I can kill your friends. Like what? Um, yeah. So I'm sure I'll be yeah. enraged next week because I I just I there's I, nothing. I don't see how they can get that character back on track for me. Yeah. I, I think they've decided that he's the villain and that's just the way it is. And yeah, which is sad. And and I seven think. years of storytelling be damned. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We had seven years of, of, of Victor being established who he is. And that's just like out the window because they needed, a, they needed an Egan for this show. They couldn't think of anything. So they're like, let's do a Negan. Let's, let's turn Victor into Negan. Anyway, that didn't. That's next week. So we'll talk about it. There was enough to yeah. eat this week. Um, I mean, yeah. So we'll talk about it next week. And um, at post episode, I have the interview with Coleman going up too. So oh my Jesus god, it was really good well, interview. You know what? Really more power really to you, Jamie. Because I don't think I could interview that guy without being like, "What the fuck is wrong with your show?" <laughs> Yeah, you can't uh, say that. No, but I I think no. it was a good interview. I'll just say I think it was a really good interview. But um, but yeah, you have to see the episode and to know, you know, because it's definitely yeah. post post uh, mortem. People can can look at that. Um, all right. All right. Well, well, good good luck, Maggie Grace, getting on a better show. More power to you, <laughs> sister. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to World Beyond. I guess. Okay. Uh, the, the, which the I think was show. the better of the two shows. 
yeah, yeah. Um, and we've been saying that. Um, and and I'm, I'm starting to, to agree with the one thing you said. I think part of the reason why this show is doing better, like, story-wise, is because it has a direction. It knows yeah. where it's going because it's moving towards an end point instead of just going off into, you know, nowhere. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is kind of the episode where the shit starts to hit the fan, and, um, I mean, it's, it's not all of it yet, but it, at least with um, – in regards to uh, the per- perimeter, I keep wanting to call it outpost. I don't know why I'm. The outpost is where um, Dennis works, I think, right? Because I keep wanting to call this the outpost. I don't know why. Yes, it's um, a little. It's a little outpost where Dennis works. Yeah, this is right. called the perimeter, the perimeter of the community. Is this village, and I keep call, wanting to call it outpost. But um, so this is where the perimeter is attacked because of the asshole. <laughs> lack of a better word, that wanted to take over from Indira that thinks he knows what's best, um, which obviously he realizes maybe he does not in this episode because it does not go well for him. Um, but uh, I, I think it's cool to finally get to see, like, I think that whole battle is pretty cool. Um, like, I'd like that they, they finally fought back, I guess, is what I'm saying. Um I also think um, if we talk about acting wise, I think that the beginning scene, because I was rewatching it when I was uh, fixing the interview, which is up now with, with Anna who plays in Vera. But um, I think that the whole, that first scene, like, I don't know if it's the first scene, but the scene with um, Jelani coming in and like that their son is dead and like not even having with to Will. Really say anything. Where Will. The scene with where Will. Will comes in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just he doesn't even really have to tell them what's wrong. Just the look on his face. I think that they that like scene with just him walking in and like the look on his face and the looks on their face. I think that scene was done well between the actors. I like that scene. Well, Um, I mean, if if you read if you read the interview on the website with Jelani Alec Din, who who plays Will, he said that the Mm -hmm. only line that's written in the script is. Indira, I'm sorry. And then, like mm-hmm. the whole rest yeah, of everything right. that is seen is 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 just the actors, like you know, emoting their faces, mm-hmm. their actions, they're walking around, they're whatever. There might be some other few words spoken, I don't know, but they weren't in the script. It, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's well done. It. I, I definitely like struggles a little bit when I was watching it. Like, it's like, gee, why is Will so upset? He just met Dev like three days ago, right, or like a week ago, or whatever. Like, he's so moved by the death of this of this kid. Um, and then, like, you have to wait till the next scene where you know, you know, Will. I mean, as I watch, I'm like, okay, he's got to tell a mother her son is dead. So that's pretty bad. So that's one reason why he looks so shell shocked. But you know, he but goes on to um. Responsible a little bit too because they they took them in, you know. And yeah, um, well, yeah. And I mean, if you read the interview, there is a bunch of reasons yeah, why the actor. So I thought, I mean, and you 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 read it, and but did you yeah, think as you watched it, did you think like I did that he was going to die, that Will was surely dead in this episode? Oh, like the yeah, whole episode, I, I was like, dude, you're dead. Yeah. You just told someone yeah, you can't yeah. wait to have babies with your husband. You're definitely getting killed in this episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't. You can't. You can't look to the future and have hope and be and have be moral, or, or you're dead. You know, I will say and that survive. is one thing about this show is this show does not kill as many people. Um, 
I don't know if it's because it, it's based around younger cast that they don't kill as many people. Um, I, I don't know that it, it necessarily bothers me they don't either. I mean, they don't have, like, that shock value that the other shows seems to always go for. Um, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. different. I think it's strange sometimes that they don't kill as many people on the show. But it, it doesn't – I don't feel like it necessarily needs more people to die. Like, I haven't felt like that watching it. But, um, but yeah, well, I, it I has thought a... that there was a chance he was not going to – actually, I thought the episode before – when he was giving him the gun, I thought he was going to, I don't know why, but I thought for a second the dev was going to shoot him. Like that he had somehow, I, I don't know where that came from, but in my mind, that was what I was thinking when I first started watching it, that he was actually going to shoot him when he was, you know, showing him the gun. But yeah, you yeah. knew something was going down. Well, I but mean, no, I will but, say that, uh, Jamie, that World Beyond has a smaller core cast than either of the other two shows. Like on Walking, true, especially true. on Walking Dead, could they please yeah, kill some so people on Walking people. Dead? My God, there's way um, too many redshirts. And Fear also has a lot of people who probably should be dead. The fact that you can have like main characters who are not seen for like almost an entire season, World Beyond has a smaller yep. cast of of main characters. But I would expect some people to die as we move into the final two episodes. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I thought I it was. I thought it was generally pretty exciting, and as you talked about, I mean, the pacing is so much better because this show has an end game and knows where it's going and isn't just treading mm-hmm. water. But, like, there was a lot of, like, tense. That, so this is the episode. Is this the episode where they locked themselves in the biocontainment? Or was that last week? Where Leo, Leo and the scientists, there, there's an evacuation, like Polly McIntosh. Jadis is like, okay, let's let's trick them. Let's evacuate. And then anybody who doesn't evacuate, we know, is in on the plan. But Leo and the I'm trying to think if that's Martin, the next one. Jadis, or... It's not the next one. I haven't watched anything ahead. Um, oh, but okay, you haven't. Then this has to be eight then, yeah. I, I, haven't, wa- I, I haven't watched AMC+. Plus. So they... Okay. So they've already planned ahead, and they lock themselves in the biocontainment room and tunnel, like, dig out into some tunnels oh, underground so yeah. while, okay, yeah, you're right. while Jadis is trying to, like, you know. Um, I yeah, am which a I little, think was pretty smart. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought that was pretty smart and pretty well, well done. They're allowed to be smart. But, yeah. And I totally felt so AJ would never fall for this, but I totally fell for it when – when Hope is like, you guys go, I'll be right back. And I'm like, oh, she's running to get that boy she has a crush on. This is not going to go well. And then it turns out that she actually was very smart and kidnaps him because he's a general son, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I fell for that too. Um, I think because yeah. we're used to these shows, these shows, the people doing dumb stuff, I have to yeah. admit, I think we're used to them making dumb choices. Um, but, no, in this show, yeah. they're, they're smarter, um, and, and I agree. I thought she was going to do it, too, and I really thought that she was going um, to take like be like, you have to come with us or anything. Although I do yeah. feel like through, through a lot of it, I felt like maybe they should have told him what was going on. I don't know that it would help, but I don't know. Like, they – I don't know. Like, he doesn't even know what the hell is going on. It's, he's not his father, and I'm not saying that he wouldn't do the same thing as his father, but I, I just kind of wonder at a few different points if, like, maybe they should have gotten him in on the plan what would have happened. Um, I can't trust him because his father's a general. I no, think he's going to die. I think that kid will die because I, Hope says to him in this episode, Hope says, no one's going to hurt you, I promise. So I'm like, oh, well, yeah, that's, 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 that's your death warrant. Well, right? 
Mm-hmm. Well. But I thought all that um, was kind of well done. I and and I liked the part. So when Brody betrays Indira, that little weasel, and comes to Jadis and is is gonna like sell out Indira and the people were gonna save him. Yeah, I am. What a dumbass. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I kind of love. I mean, so I shouldn't say I love people getting shot in the head, but that was kind of awesome when Huck. Yeah, had such quick thinking. On Huck's part yeah. to just kill him, but him and then, things. Yeah, he's like, "You'll give me what I want, or I'll tell on you." She's like, "Uh-uh, <laughs> that ain't happening." Well, um, yeah, and then she I, quickly I thought up a good story to tell Jadis, right? I mean, t- to me, uh-huh. and to me, like, it, if there's a flaw in the storyline, it's Jadis. First of all, she's so horrible and annoying, and I really hope that I really want her to get killed because she's so awful. Uh, yeah, I think she makes such a good villain. Like, I, I. I don't like Jadis. I mean, I like her because I don't. I don't like her, but you're supposed to not like her. You know what I mean? Like I liked her before, and I'm like, she's so evil. She's so changed. She um, is. I, I still like it. Kind of. I believe I mean, it though, because especially how she basically says a lot of what happened before was total bullshit. Like when when she had yeah. that scene before, and that's why I asked about it, when she's like saying, "Oh, that was all theater." Like she wanted her people to live, but she totally pivots. Um, I think that. I mean, I hated her more on Walking Dead in a way. But smarter, maybe. Uh, I mean, I hated her on Better Walking Dead because she, because she lived in a trash heap and spoke pigeon English. The pigeon English was the most stupid thing, maybe, that entire season of Walking Dead. But anyway, I mean, she's so, she's so horrible. And and you're right, you're supposed to not like her. But what I don't, I mean, if I, if I if I have a quibble with the storyline, it's that it's not believable to me that Kublik would leave. Um, disappear for some reason, and that she puts Jadis in charge. Who like Jadis is? I mean, like it's a little bit weak to me. The reasoning now maybe Jadis is lying, but the reasoning that Kublik had to go somewhere, and so she puts Jadis uh-huh. in charge of a security audit. And I and with all this shit going down, that that Kublik hasn't appeared. Like, uh, like I don't know what's up with that. Yeah, you say that, and it kind of, it it kind of don't make sense. I I wonder, I mean, I don't think she's dead, but I'm curious where she's at, because it is kind of strange. It's either either bad writing, it's either bad writing as an excuse to bring Jadis back, or Jadis is lying, and it's bad writing because Jadis is a bad liar, and we're going to find out there's more here. There's There's more to be told. Um, Um, let, Let me ask you a question, though, because um, and this may tie into the next episode, but I, I don't think it's really a spoiler because I'm just, there's one thing I was curious about, but I wanted to know how you thought, because I thought, and maybe I misunderstood it, but whenever um, Dev gets killed, I had mm-hmm. thought that that was caused by what Brody did. Did you take it that way or did I totally no. not get that no. right? No. I didn't understand no. why he was shot and why the soldiers were there. I was confused by that. And I thought, well, he must have that I, before I seen this episode had thought, cause I even said this to, to and I had thought like he had told on them that he, they were going to be there and that's why they were there to shoot him. But I don't think that's no. the case. So I don't quite understand why they were there and shot dead. But it no, sounds Brody, like, I'm pretty sure that guy's name was Brody had not yet gone to, to, Jadis. You're right, you didn't. When but I was killed. thinking that before I've seen this episode. So I, 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 I guess I don't understand why he got killed. 
Was he just going to get her? Oh. Medi- like, I don't get what he was doing, that they, sh- why yeah, they were there. Because they shot. I, I believe it's because they were yeah, outside the perimeter approaching, they were outside the perimeter approaching the CRM, like, borderline and got into a skirmish with the guards, I think, is all that happened there. I can't really remember. Okay, that's because I wasn't sure where exactly they were supposed to be. That's where I was a little confused. They were past the perimeter. Yeah. That makes sense. I didn't quite get I where mean, they were. Because um, if you're going to be honest, medicine, why does Kublik not just tell them she's medicine. get? I don't know. Well, because she's giving Kublik is giving a, a limited resource to someone who's I outside the CRM and refuses to join the yeah. CRM. Um, yeah, I, I, I have to, so, that we see so I, in this episode we see her talked in Deer, right? Sorry, I just want to ask you yes, something. That, that, that was a flashback. That was a flashback. In this Did episode, you? Yeah. I kind of had a problem with that. I guess that it was Why? supposed to show that Kublik isn't, I guess, all horrible. But I felt like oh, I'm I trying to humanize her. Like it didn't feel. Like, it felt fake to me. Like, why is she being nice to this woman and giving her the medicine when she doesn't need to? Like, that's what I kept thinking. Like, oh, yeah. She's doing something out of the kindness of her heart, and I don't understand why. No, no, like no, 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 no. She didn't do it out of the kindness of her heart. She did it she's to doing it to, to get her make to do what she Indira wants. owe her to exert control over true. these people out there. It was not – first of all, like, I, I mean, I agree with you. So I don't – I think we could have gotten by without that flashback. We know that Indira made a deal with Kublik and gets the gets the dialysis, and that's all we need to know. But that wasn't to show her being nice, really. I think I, I, I think guess that's she true. Was being nice, but maybe she was only being nice. She was, she was only being nice in as much as it gives her leverage over Indira and the people at the perimeter, and it suited her. Um, I mean, that I think was the point of that. Um, yeah, but I guess I was, her I was, act of nice seemed, I don't know, fake. I, I mean, I guess I was it trying, was supposed I, to. But that's what I was yes, thinking she's when fake. she did it. She's like, fake. Not she's, nice. lying. she's a gigantic liar. She's an enormous liar, this woman. Um, it's well established that she's a horrible liar. I mean, not a horrible mm-hmm. liar. She's a good liar. She's a horrible person who lies all the time. That's uh, yeah. what that was about. I mean, I was – so I was trying to say before the part about Dev's death, I, I was going to say – I don't really remember so much about how he was killed in that episode because because up until that moment, so Dev is a minor character who we don't know that much about and who's not in it that much. And it just mm-hmm. appeared to be the death of a minor character at the time. So I was like, like, it didn't really stick in my mind what they were doing or why. Later turns out that mm-hmm. it's like this moment that really like, that really affects Will. Right? It's an important yeah. moment for Will um, when he dies is really... Um, the important part there. So I, I can't, I couldn't really explain to you that well because I didn't really like pay attention that much because it didn't seem to be important at the time, sure. right? Yeah, I just um, remember him getting shot at once on Will. Like he like got shot while Will was standing there. That's what I was made the main. Yeah, yeah. The shock. Moment. I mean, yeah. I mean, Will's. It's really like huge for Will, right? Like, um, it it causes Will to take action. I mean, it's really what, I mean, according to Solani Allen and the actor, it's this moment that will, you know, that interview was interesting because um, in the interview, he says, like, he believes this is not in Will's character to, so Will, so we get to the point where the the serum is going to shoot everyone in the perimeter, right? And Will, like, Will, Will, like, jumps out with a gun and starts a gunfight. 
And so mm-hmm. um, and he we had that was, uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting how he didn't think he was taking risks and he well, he, yeah, that he 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 thinks it's really not in Will's character to take risks. That we we've seen him be a guy who doesn't take risks, um, who's always like not not that he's a coward, but he's always trying to like figure out a way they can do it, whatever they need to do, and not get killed. Doing so, right? right? Um, and then like that it that it's Dev's death that like kind of causes him to to do this selfless thing and start this gunfight, um, mm-hmm. which. Which was which, works cut, to which their paper I thought the, in the end, but. yes, and I thought the gunfight was was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I like agree. it was a pretty yeah, good cool. like western style. I mean, of all the shows, this is the one that's that's not a western, but it was pretty westerny the way they had that shootout. Like it was a good old now, fashioned western shootout kind of. Okay, uh, does this? Okay, this side I was looking to make sure. So th- I think it was interesting too how they had um Dennis and Silas like they kind of ended up in the mix like they timed it oh yeah not that they did it on purpose but it it ended up timed what right that they showed up right at the right time which I thought was really cool too um and how that kind of worked out uh poor Dennis (laughs) so bad for Dennis though like Dennis yeah I don't know Poor Dennis, Dennis is right. trying to help, but Dennis just kind of gets gets the stick every time. I feel like, um, and I yeah. feel bad too times because he's trying to help Silas, and Silas has kind of gotten him into into things. Not that Silas, I think, ever wanted to hurt him. I, I don't obviously he didn't, but um, yeah. No, but uh, I mean, if anyone's gotten him into things, it's well. Jennifer. It's Jennifer. Silas That's is not sure. to blame for that. It's Jennifer who's gotten no, no, things, not and to he'll blame. do. I just mean like, and he'll do anything for Jennifer. Kind of pull them into um, that. Dennis too. will do anything for Jennifer. Um, she's gotten him into it, but yeah. So I mean, I guess if I had really thought about it, like I'm not surprised. I mean, he's not dead at the end of the episode, but I won't be surprised if he dies. Like I feel his death is a price that Huck is going to have to pay for going against the CRM, probably. Uh, not literally, um, but figuratively, right? Like, this is, yeah. like... Um, yeah, I can see that. He's. I won't be surprised if he dies um, in the end. Well, but he's a good guy, like, too. He, he seems like one of those ones that he's... Um, he's trying to help people, and it just doesn't always work out that way, you know? Um, the way things are yeah. going, it yeah. seems like that could happen. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But, uh, but um, yeah, I agree. Excuse me. Sorry. Same thing though. Like Will, I, I mean, it's kind of like the same thing. Like Will took the risk, and you kind of thought that him doing that was going to cause his death, and then it didn't. So um, no, it was a good fake out. We thought. I was trying to think. I know. I know you had said in the interview that he was he the bullet didn't hit. Was that was that the bullet that Dennis got hit by? Or am I mixing well, it up? I, I was. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking, figuring when I said that bullet, like I thought what was going to no, die, but in the end, the bullet hit someone else. Dennis got shot. I couldn't remember how. He yeah, got I don't shot know who shot him. him. He just got yeah. shot by the CRM or whoever. I don't know. Got shot um, by one of the bad guys. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was generally a pretty okay episode. The show is not without its flaws. Um, right. But, but there's a lot of 
oh, excuse me, geez, I'm tired. I think it's Eternal that made me tired. Now I'm kidding. Um, but there's uh, but there's a lot of um, a lot of action and a lot a lot happening. He's actually He's kind of moving forward a lot. I'm actually kind of interested to see what happens. Um, yeah, so am I. And I and I kind of care about these people a little bit more so than most yeah. other people on the other two shows. Yeah, and definitely more than you did last year because you were complaining a lot last year about. This I show. really thought it was not a good show last year, but it really has found its feet this year. I think. Um, yeah. I mean, they're yeah, still they're still a little bit like they don't know what to do with Elton. Elton hasn't really had a storyline except for kind of liking this girl. I, I didn't like. I was waiting for them to hold hands when they were going to get shot, and I was like, really, they're going to touch pinkies? Could they just hold hands? Um, <laughs> but. Uh, I mean, he hasn't, like, they don't know what to do with Elton. They haven't really gotten him involved. They, like, they, I mean, I hope he'll get some some action in these last two. They're, I mean, you know, it's not a perfect show, but it's so much better than the other two right now. And, yeah, so so last year I hated it and kept saying I wasn't keep watching it. And so I'm kind of glad I did because, um it's yeah, better than the other two. They should make these guys the showrunners for fear. <laughs> yeah, I agree. See if they can fix it. I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So. All right. All right. So two more weeks. Have we'll you have, have you already watched out. next week's episode? I, I've watched because it's, it's on, on AMC. Plus, yeah. It's already on AMC yeah, Plus. It's on AMC Plus. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I watched it when it came out. I, I was. And and that's it too. Like usually you don't necessarily, but like I didn't even have an interview. Like I want to know what happened, so I watched it. I'm like, I'm oh yeah, find out. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I don't. Um, although I, I, I now potentially have interviews coming up for next week, but that's besides the fact. I watched it because I wanted to watch it. Um, but uh, yeah, but that was one thing I was going to say though is um, I think next week they're having um, there's going to be a, a press day, so there'll be some more interviews. Um, with some of the cast, because I know I was supposed to talk to Nico um, yesterday, and um, they had to reschedule, yeah. so that didn't happen. Um, but uh, Nico, Nico yeah, Tortorella, is that his name? Who plays he Tortorella? Plays yeah, who plays uh, Felix? Yeah, um, but he's yeah. going to be involved in the press day. I don't know if I'm going to get to talk to Malone or not. I don't think because they had to reschedule things. But uh, but uh, yeah, I mean. It's the last couple episodes. Obviously, things are moving, and it's going to come. I mean, I haven't seen the end yet. I don't know yet what happens. The whole ending. I just saw yeah. that one on my MC Plus. Um, but but some stuff happens. <laughs> some stuff yeah, happens. I don't really like. I don't like to watch ahead if I don't have a reason to. Well, so. I, I've kind of had to, mm-hmm. because, and you did a couple times because of the interviews. But I, I just I wanted to. See. Yeah. But, you know, I will say, <laughs> I like. Um, you know, they they have to learn to talk around things. I don't know if you you read Anna's interview, but um, I had asked her what happened in the end, and she's like, "There's some people that that maybe will be together physically that weren't before, or maybe not." <laughs> she's like, "I know she very." I left it in though because yeah. I thought it was funny. I, yeah. I, I always I just, like the way that people learn to talk around things because they can't say anything, but, yeah. you know, they try. <laughs> if, if, if I watch a show a whole week ahead, I'll have to rewatch it before this podcast to remember what happened. So It gets confusing. It does, it does. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. But it's pretty good. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, um, all right. I guess that's it for the episode then. All right. That's so it. what do we have? I'm going to close out of this. God, I can't believe it's almost Thanksgiving. So I was just thinking, I have these open. I think it's tomorrow or Thursday. It's almost Thursday. Um, okay, so what do we have left? Wheel of Time, is that it? And 4,400. Well, 
4,400. 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, 4, okay. Well, let's do, why don't we do 4,400 first? We usually do 4,400. Um, unless you guys okay. want to do real time first. No, that's fine. No, that's fine. Go ahead. AJ, AJ, why don't you uh, lead off on 4,400? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. You have no words, only More size. the same. I mean, we learned a little more about Keisha and get some of her backstory, kind of see why she is the way she is. Um, you know, I, I mean, I appreciate the fact that she kind of becoming more of an ally for the for the 4400. She, you know, she gets them out of the bar after the bar, you know, during the bar fight doesn't rat them out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I my my biggest problem still is the same problems I have every week. Everybody is just way too comfortable um, being in the future. You know, um, what's her face there? She's learning, you know, she's driving a car. I know it's funny because Artie's like, how is she driving a car? I'm like, He's like, she's in the 50s. I was like, okay, they had cars in the 50s. He's like, yeah, but yeah, they're but a they're lot different now. I'm like, I'm like, it's <laughs> that's still, what I thought. but it's still, you know, but, but, you know, but that's, you know, it's it's not, I mean, I, I, I think he's being a little over technical with it, but he's not wrong either. You know, like these it people are just, you know, any, anybody from like the eighties forward, maybe kind of, you know, I can kind of understand them kind of being cool with it. But anybody pre-80s, um, Should be yeah, they had the movies about aliens and, you know, they had movies about aliens and abductions and everything. But these, I, I just, I, the lack of being, you know, weirded out by this kind of is, is Sleepy Hollow. a really like, big I problem. Think of that. Um, something else that we talk about every week, and that is... What is it? What what is the story they're trying to tell here? Is the story main story about the forty four hundred and the sci fi aspect of it, or is the story about how there's a bunch of really shitty white people on this show? And I'm not, you know, I I already know how this is going to sound, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, and not that it's wrong. Because we live in a world right now where shit is fucked up. White people, yeah. Shit, shit is fucked up in this world, and it's just I feel like that's the entire point of this show. You've got, you know, the the two white guards that are complete assholes. You got the white guy in the bar that starts the the mess with, you know, the bar fight. You know the the FBI guy or CIA, whatever the heck he is, who's being all Mr. Nicey Nice Guy and turns out they've got trackers on all the 4,400. Um, you know, it, it just um, seems like everybody in the show that isn't a 4,400 is an evil white person. And I get it. I get, I know the world we're living in right now. Honestly, I feel like the world is in worse shape now than it was 10 years ago. You know, and I get it. Yeah. But, what we is the show about? It, it, it is, and that's the problem. It's literally being shoved down our throats. Are we watching a show about 
the oppression in this country right now? Are we watching a show about 4,400 people that magically got zoomed to, you know, to 2021? What, you got to yeah. pick one or the other. You can have the other, one of them is, can be in the background and, and part of it, but you got to pick a side. And I just feel like the oppression is being shoved down our throats more so than it needs to be. And there's something I want to ask too that, that I think of when I watch this, I wonder too, is it, it I'm trying to think of the way I say this because I don't want to say it the right way, but isn't there more, I mean, it seems to me that like there would be more white people there too. Like they're not showing us the rest of the group. They're only showing us the ones that are oppressed. And again, I guess they're giving that message, but it, 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 I've always, I've kind of wondered, like it wasn't like from one area they took the people or anything. Like it's not, do you know what I mean? Like it does seem like they're focusing on, on strictly that and the other people kind of. Right. Which is fine. I mean, there's got to be other people. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. I mean, there's, there are other been white people it's been in the background. It's been established that there are multiple centers around the country where the 4,400 had to be split up and taken different places because right. there's so many of them. And we're only focusing on the Detroit group. It does appear that it does almost appear. Well, I mean, so Mildred is, is white, right? We haven't seen her in two yeah. episodes because she got taken away. But, I mean, it's not a whole. No, the two white people got. The two white characters got taken away. The two white people The two women got taken away. Um, so, I mean, I agree with you, AJ, that that they're very slow to address what the show is really about, which is people traveled through time and came back with powers. And the powers are being very, very are very, very limited. They're very slow to get into them. And nobody seems at all shocked or scared by having a power, right? Like, one thing, again, I know you always tell me don't compare it to the original show, but on the original show, these people were freaked out by having powers, which is the appropriate response, I think, right? Um, Absolutely. And these people act like, you know how they act when they discover, like when when the woman who, the woman from the South, who her name is, uh, I'm going to call her Shanice, and that's not her name. The woman who, who no, was the activist. The, one. In the, uh, the one who heals? The one who can heal, yeah. Um, and the one, and Mildred, who can, like, do things with her mind. I feel like the way they act when they discover their powers is the way, did you ever see the movie Shazam, where Shazam is, like, 14 years old and finds out he has powers and is like, woohoo, let me do all this stupid 14-year-old shit with my powers. And that's kind of, I feel like these people are reacting in like a similar way and they're not appropriately like, um, I, I, there is a line in this episode where, where, so the main, the, the, uh, the parole officer, that's Shanice, right? Her name is Shanice. Yeah. And you know, no. I did not realize the longest What's time. What's her name? No, that's Keisha. Not her Keisha. Keisha. Parole officer I did not for the longest time realize that was Keisha. Am I just stupid? Because she looks so different. I'm like, is that Keisha? Like, it took me a while to finally realize who the flashback was of. Because yeah. they changed yeah, her so much. Like, <laughs> oh, that makes more sense. Like, I thought but maybe, but I, I really wasn't sure for a while. Yeah. But there's a line where, I think it's Keisha, it could be Jarrell says, like, the world has gotten a lot. They're talking to LaDonna 
who disappeared like in the 80, in the 90s, right? Or she's only been gone a few years. She was on a reality TV show, so she's not been yeah, gone she, that long. Yeah, she was. She's yeah, like from the I, 90s, she's like three. Yeah, it's been so three, three or four years for her. Yeah, three or four years. I think it wasn't her, but. But one of these characters says, like, the world has gotten a lot worse. Like, America's gotten a lot worse since you've been gone in a lot of ways. That was um, – and I, that was – um oh, crap, what's her name? The uh, the Muslim woman. Oh, uh, yeah, the, the the IT woman whose name is uh, – uh, they all start with an S. Her name starts with an S also. Sharia? Sharai? Sharai? Something like that, right? Sharia? Um. Anyway. Uh, she makes a remark about how things have gotten a lot worse. And, I mean, she's, yes. she's right. Like, like we have Homeland Security has put surveillance on them. And I actually – so one thing that really struck me as odd in this episode was when the four women are going to be released into the community and they say we're vetting housing options. Like, these people are grown adults with rights, and they're, like, vetting housing options as though they're people being released from prison – who who can't be allowed to associate with the wrong kind of people or something. I was really like, I was like, what is going on with this? It obviously was just an excuse to have them come to the, to the, to the husband's house, you know, um, uh, the husband yeah. who has the, who has, Logan. Uh, who's married to another Logan. But um, yeah, there's some interesting hints here, but I think AJ's point is well taken that the, the writers are way too interested in, holding a mirror up to our current society, not that that's not warranted. Um, uh, I actually think a far wor- – okay, so I, Manifest has a lot of flaws, but one of the things Manifest did pretty decently in the first season was, like, show how, like, shady the government is about all this and how the government could be trusted and the government was tracking them and experimenting on the passengers and stuff like that, and it was it – was, they, like they, it's a similar situation. These people traveled through time and came back and had lost five years, right? And nobody knew if it was aliens or time travel or whatever. I like they 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 handled it and then got on with the show on manifest. They're a little too. They're also very like in this episode. I was like, okay, really? They're going to a pride festival now? Like I I they happened to break out and escape on the day that was pride. And they go to Pride, and there's this character from the 20s who, like, who, to AJ's point, is taking this, like, pretty much in stride, right? I was like, oh, this is fantastic. It's great, but I... She also seems confused at what a Pride parade is. They had Pride six years ago. That I was kind of like, why is she confused what Pride is? She's been missing 16 years. She's been missing 16 years, Jamie. she's been missing 16 years. I thought it was 16. Her daughter. She has a six-year-old daughter. It's that other girl that's been gone six years. You know, it's okay, Jamie. I'll be honest. That makes sense. It's hard keeping track of who's from where and how long because they haven't really. Yeah, yeah. Unless they don't establish these things very well. No, but you're right. You're right. That's why that makes more sense to me now because I just kept thinking – why does she not know what it is? I'm an idiot. Okay. But, yeah, you're right. They I, don't explain it. I, I mean, I don't – I really don't want to criticize, like, that this show is taking steps to be inclusive because we don't see a lot – of like, 
it's important to include different kinds of people in your shows, uh, in your characters and in your cast, right? And and right. so I mean we've got so we've got these two, uh, with two transgender characters already on the show, right? And then this week we had so it turns out that um, Keisha's uh, so it's really irrelevant. Keisha's nieces happen to be deaf. Um, it's kind of not relevant to the story, or at least one of them is deaf, right? Because they're signing a lot, um, uh, which is great. I mean people have deaf people in their family, whatever. It's fine. Um, and then they also go to a pride festival and they, I, I feel like, is there a part of this show that feels like they're checking boxes rather than really handling it in a way that, that makes yes. a story, yeah. right? That, like, that is you know, an excellent like way I'm, to put I'm, it. I'm, I'm not opposed to any checking of boxes. these characters or incidences, but are they like, we're going to have like the most inclusive wokest show on television and let's like, okay, now, you know, next week they're going to put in a person who uses a wheelchair and the week after that, there'll be a person who is an immigrant. And the week after that, there'll be a person who like, I just like any one of those is fine if they can write a story sensitively and make it. And I think, I think actually with the deaf niece, they did it really well because it was just, it was just normal. It wasn't a part of the story. It wasn't a thing. It's just that right. her niece happens to be deaf and uses sign language and it was done well Whereas you know it's it's great to include trans characters and actors, yeah, it doesn't but necessarily have to have a reason to be part of the storyline. But it's when they do it for the sake of doing it that it's a problem. Well, but but I think they're not, and I I think they they did it great with with the the kid signing, and it was just really normal in just their life. But they did. Then I feel, yeah. I, th- but then I feel like with some of these other characters, like I I hope they're going to be able to like like give so the doctor. Um, I feel like they're they like the doctor Andre to me right now feels a little bit more like a checked box than a story that's being told mm-hmm. about a person who experienced something in the twenties and is experiencing something different now in the hundred years later, or is he going to experience the same thing a hundred years later? But there's a story there, but they're not telling it, right? They're more interested in they're more interested right. in telling the story of Shanice who almost kissed him and now is like, oh, what should I do, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like they're they're yeah they're just not sure what they're doing with it. I was a little I was a little bit like I I, I don't know I felt like having them walk into a pride festival. They didn't do as good a job with that as they could have. But, like, but yeah, it's a totally, like way. unbelievable coincidence. And it, this it is episode five, and the story hasn't gone anywhere. No, we still don't know anything about, like, like sure. these parts of their life are not being told as well as they could be, and they're, meanwhile, not spending any time on, like, where do these people come from? They, like, do they all have powers? Who has power? What can they use their powers for? Are they going to find out if they're, like, the powers are not being, and again, no one's, like, at all, like, worried about having powers or whatever. We did see Keisha was a little... I mean, Keisha, she's kind of a shitty parole officer. She doesn't really believe in parole. And not just because because her sister was killed and she opposes, like, any kind of forgiveness for this man who killed her sister. Um, uh, but she also really seemed to oppose the 4400 being released. Uh, and she went to 
who's the young guy who who is not who who was like I'm too young to the guy who plays chess. Hayden. She goes to see the young Hayden. She goes to see Hayden, and um, she's like, oh, I'm a parole officer. I'm all about like helping people get released and restart their lives, and so I'm going to help you with that. Yeah, like, no. Oh my God, you're such a fucking liar! You're such a liar. First of all, you are the like we've talked every week. I'm like she's the worst parole officer. She doesn't even believe in parole, um, and she's totally up the government's like I don't know. Anyway, but she she did seem to you know she she was coming around because of the episode, but she kind of softened. Yeah. I I mean. AJ talks about the story not going anywhere. Do you guys feel like there's too much focus on Keisha and Jarrell's personal stories and, and like, how they're affected by the 4400 and not actually the 4400 stories being told? Yeah. Like, we know more about Keisha and Jarrell than we do about any of the 4400. Oh, my God. Why didn't I realize this before? Any show that has the word 100 in it, whether it's 100 (laughs) or 4400, just stay the hell away because you're going to get aggravated. <laughs> uh, yep, the that was a fantastic it. when it started. Oh, actually, I'm going I'm to segue real quick. Um, you're going to hear a funny story. I don't know if either of you have any intention or have seen The Harder They Fall on Netflix yet. It is no. amazing. Really, really good. Oh, yeah? um, but in the beginning of the movie, black actor and the entire scene, I'm like, I can't place this guy. I'm going crazy. Like, I got to the point where I actually almost screenshotted him on my phone and sent it to the the chat to see if either of you could please help me and tell me who it was because I knew I knew the actor. I just couldn't place him. And he's not in the credits. He's not listed in the casting, so I can't figure out who the hell he is. So, so finally, um, by the end of the movie – I like. I guess got it paused on his face. I'm staring at it, and all of a sudden, it finally hits me. It was Pike from oh, the 100. Pike from from the 100. Yeah. Pike so it just so so yeah. you guys so 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 Karen, when you, if if you get around to watching it now, you'll know who that is without going crazy like I did. <laughs> like who is that guy? Who is that guy? Hmm. Oh, um, it was funny. I'll keep an anyway. eye out for him. I have to watch that. But anyway, yeah, it's really yeah. good. I, yeah, something better to watch. I, I think this show is maybe not going to make it. I think this show might not succeed. I mean, they're, they're making it hard for me to get invested in the 4400. Well, let's put it this way, give you a kind of perspective. Okay, we are three adults. And yeah, it's you know, we talk about a certain type of show. We talk about a certain type of show and everything. Okay, but Artie said tonight because we watched it today. He's like, I don't know if I can keep watching this. He's like, nothing's happening. That's all right. So that right he's there, he's a target audience. He well, I mean, he's fourteen, but it's a CW really show. Young. Yeah. Yeah. CW show, and even, you know, and he, and he too, he gets the whole, what they're trying to do with the inclusion and, and, and being woke and everything. But so somebody that's growing up in that culture is sitting here going, Nothing's what happening. are we watching? Yeah. <laughs> See, the, the thing you is, is the inclusion is great, but it needs a plot with it. 
That's the problem. Yeah. Well, and that's the problem. Yeah. And, and that's the problem. I, I feel like a lot of what is happening, it's happening to for the sake, like Karen says, checking all boxes. It's happening for the sake of being there. Any relevance to the actual story. Like, all right, I'm going to do what I didn't want to do, but the original 4400 was very <laughs> evenly um, distributed between characters. You know what I mean? There wasn't any yeah. one side or the, you know, and it wasn't, it, and it wasn't done for the sake of including anybody. They were just there for the story. This is the exact opposite. The story seems to be there for the inclusion. That's, you know what I mean? It's, it's just, it's not working for me in this direction. And five episodes in yeah. and there's really nothing's changed. Nothing has happened at all. <laughs> I'm interested in certain pieces, but not. It doesn't move fast enough because they keep. Yeah. You know, like like there's hints of it, but it doesn't have enough of the, the plot. Right. Less bringing so, more sci-fi, less of what they're doing. So I mean, yeah, and one critical difference is that in the original Forty Four Hundred, they get out of the hotel, or of it's not a hotel, it's like a facility, they get out of it in the first episode. Like, in the end of the first episode and in the second episode, they're being released back into the community. And so we see so much more of them, like, trying to find their families, trying to get jobs, trying to get houses, trying to, like, get their life together, like, trying to, like, do whatever, right? Um, I mean, mm-hmm. we've, seen, yeah. we've seen nobody have any type of family whatsoever except for Shanice. Right, and a Who's tiny bit with the, right. the younger girl, the reality star, tiny bit. With her, but no, no one's come really... to Ladonna. No one has come to no, Ladonna. No, no, I her said, mother. I yeah. about her family. I meant they showed a little bit about oh. her family. Yeah, but Not she that it hasn't was a good like, family, or I mean, they came for her. But we saw flashbacks. But in the original Forty Four Hundred, we saw people immediately trying to reintegrate with their family. I mean, some of them had only been gone for a year or three years, or even like ten mm-hmm. years, right? And 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 we saw them immediately try to, um, you know, and there was in the first episode, there's that guy who, like, um, he's lost his job and his wife is in the nursing home and can't remember him. Um, like, we haven't seen any kind of anyone, like, they very conveniently gave us characters whose entire family, one's from the 1920s, one's from the 1950s, one's from the 70s, like, so... Um, what uh, what's her name? Mildred was a teenager in the seventies. Her parents could reasonably be dead by now, right? Um, maybe I was a teenager in the eighties, and my parents are ninety. So Millicent's parents, whatever they we conveniently don't only have a very few characters who have any connection to the modern world. Um, uh-huh. And and we're not seeing them struggle like everyone got a phone this week and everyone's fine with that. Um, yeah, yeah, like how I would they just, not know they're going to track them? I, I mean, the 4400 maybe you wouldn't know because they're not from now, but, like, it was so obvious they were going to track them. Well, Donna them would know. Place. But, I mean, three yeah. years ago we all knew. But but I guess, like, AJ, <clears throat> we, we've spent five weeks now, five episodes of them being in a hotel, being in a hotel room, being in a hotel ballroom, right? Like, yeah, it's not that interesting. Nothing's really happening except, like, like we're exploring <laughs> – the other thing that I find I strange is, do you find it strange that, okay, uh, what's her name? I already forgot her name. 
the one who has the family. Do you, do you think it's strange that they're taking the kid because they didn't even want to take her, and they're like, well, she ain't going to come, so we'll just take this random kid in that we don't know. I thought that was well, a little strange. I mean, Shanice says that, that she went to them and, and convinced them, convinced yeah. them to take in someone who needed, like, don't let them go to take in someone who needs a place to live. Honestly, that makes more sense than Shanice going there, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, because... <laughs> that was a terrible idea. Yeah, that would not... It is a yeah, terrible the idea. Yeah, the idea of Josh and... It, I mean, the idea of Josh and his two wives under the same roof, that just... that That was just aching for disaster. Well, <laughs> and, and, and for the new happen. wife, for the new wife, Bridget to be like, yeah, it's fine with a little, the whole thing. Um, so that, so in the original 4400, that, that's Lily's storyline, right? And Lily goes to the house and the husband's yeah. like, no, get out of here. You can't, you can't be in here. You gotta go. And she's basically like yeah. homeless, right? Um, until she hooks up right away with um, uh, Ali's character. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, we haven't, like... And that's a perfect example right there. Marshall Ali's yeah. character is constantly amazed by everything and, and taken aback by stuff throughout the whole first season. Whereas, yeah. and he was from the, the, about the 50s also, wasn't he, I believe? 50s, yeah. He was in the Korean yeah. War when he was taken. Yeah, or he was right. in Korea. Yeah, yeah Where, in the 50s. Whereas... Okay, yeah, so, so whereas Nobody Claudette... Nobody in show is interested in technology in any way. They don't even care. That's what I'm saying. Like, like whereas Claudette, she's perfectly fine, has had, had no issues whatsoever about being in, you know... And that's the thing. I mean, and Marshall Ali, I mean, the original show was in 2004, which you think, okay, that's only, you know, 17 years from, from now... But a lot has changed in the past 17 years where even I can't believe some of the shit we're, we've, technology is doing, you know? Yeah, know? And I grew up through all this. So somebody from the 40s yeah. or the 50s who's just like, eh, whatever. Well, yeah, because Mahershala Ali's character in the original 4500, him and some other characters, not only marveled at technology, but at the racial, like, like they established very early the racial discrimination he experienced um you know in in the 50s and he 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 expressed a lot of wonder at 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 the improvements and not improvements in 2004 right i mean i I don't think we've seen anybody really properly have their mind blown that there was a black president while they were gone um they met right but they didn't do a good job it might be kind of it might be kind of hard might be kind of hard for them to marvel at that when they're being held against their will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, they're and and that's something that maybe some of them wouldn't be surprised at. But yeah, I I, I guess if you're going to keep them in this in this hotel ballroom, then the show could have done a better job of like examining some of yeah. the issues with the government, like other than just white asshole guards, like really. So at the end of this episode. We see that Homeland Security guy has been put in charge, and he's terrible. Which, look, in 2004, and, and like, like, well, and in 2004, there were two Homeland Security guard officers, agents in charge from the jump, and they were very good people, really, mostly, right? Um, yeah. I mean, 
we had Tom was the one who whose nephew had been taken and uh, what's her right. name I forget, but but um, and they were more like and, they and, were like liaisons. They were liaisons they were. between Homeland Security and the 4400, whereas this is it's very different dynamic. Yeah, yeah. and and okay, so 4400 was I mean make no mistake it was absolutely a post 2001 a post 911 show right. It was absolutely yeah, right. a post-9-11 show, and Homeland Security was an agency in its infancy, and and this show w- was perhaps a somewhat sympathetic portrayal of Homeland Security. Seventeen years later, like, ain't nobody making a show where Homeland Security looks good nowadays, right? Um, but but we get like we get no, like we're not really okay. so we got our big evil government guy at the end of this episode. Um. Uh, uh, Keisha's girlfriend is out, and another evil, another evil man is in. Um, yeah. The, uh, why did she go into the hospital? Because that's the one thing I just want, did want to mention. Because I didn't realize at first where they said she was going. I didn't realize at first Who? where they said she was going until Who's she? the other one Who's she? Keisha's girlfriend. Then, if you pay oh, attention after. Whenever the ones say they're going to get, now I forgot his name. I had his name in my head a second ago. Um, the one that, that was punched, that they took to the hospital. When they said the name of it, that's where. Noah. Noah and Mildred is there also. Okay, well, yeah. when they said the name of it, whatever med, that's where Keisha's girlfriend was going, because I recognize they said the same name. Whenever they said they it's were going met, to get him yeah, out. Yeah. Oh, okay. it's, it's short for. Sure. I don't know how you, It's short for. Uh, the, what is it in Detroit? It's called Ypsilanti Hospital, I think, and they call it Ipsy for short. Um, I, I don't know, but why is she transferred to the hospital? I don't, I don't understand. Because what a whole bunch of forty four hundred are being held prisoner in the hospital. She's being transferred to forty four hundred lockup. I guess, but I don't know that they actually plan to have her do anything, or it's more for show because they transferred her out. I, don't know. I, I just was just thinking about it. Oh well. Yeah. Bottom line she's here, transferred just, just, they can just, put an evil man in there, but but she's being yeah. transferred yeah. because there's four um, hundred being held in the hospital. Right. Just for. No. Yeah, I got so, that. I just meant I'm I'm curious what they expect her to do there. Yeah. But that might be the point. Oh, um, nothing. They don't. This show is so, not interested in in. Yeah. So I just yeah. So I just now that I complained about everything, I just want to point out that I don't have a problem with any of the inclusion. I think it's just. My major problem is the story, whichever story it is we're supposed to be watching, isn't going anywhere. And, and that's mm-hmm. the thing. I mean, I, I mean, if, if they get to the sci-fi part, then yes, this is the show I want. I want to watch a sci-fi show. If their point is the racism and you know the oppression, um, that's not a show that I'm interested in watching. I can turn on the news if I want to see that. Um, so they need oh. to make a decision, <laughs> you know, well, on what they're be, showing us. That could us. be a good show. That could be a good show, but not on the CW, right? I mean, that's not a CW show. Well, <laughs> like, sure like, yeah. like you want to write a show about people being, like, held against their will, who've done nothing wrong, and racist guards are being assholes. Yes, you can watch the news, but that could be a good show <laughs> on HBO, Right. Yeah, and just don't um, make it a, a, a remake of a, a show like 4400. That's not the 4400. Like, 
Yeah. Right. Right. Like, like we signed on well, for a, is, for a youth focused time travel yeah. superpower show. And this is the same problem. This is the same problem a lot of shows do. These any reboot, they take the name. The show is very not like the original show, which whatever it is, whether it's the 4400 or or any other remake. And I always feel like they would have been better off just picking a different name because all people are going to do is compare it to the original, which they either loved or hated. And that's unfortunately exactly what we're doing now because this show isn't giving us anything at all. Like five episodes, nothing has really happened. Yeah, really nothing's happened. So one girl cut her hand and it healed by itself, and that was like pretty much yeah. all that's happened, right? Oh, and Mildred moved and shit with her speaking of nothing happening, not that much. We're kind of going, we're just saying the same things over and over again. So we might want to move so on, on to our next so show. Let's move on. Yes. <laughs> yes, you're right. We're not saying anything about the show that we haven't said in the first five minutes of covering it. So yeah. good point, AJ. So, good yep. looking out. Let's, let's move, move on. on. All right. So okay. Wheel of Time. I think we should hear from Karen first. Okay, you guys oh, good. so <laughs> wait, wait. AJ said let's hear from Karen first and Jamie goes No wait, Jamie goes, Okay. <laughs> Jamie Honestly, Jamie's I'm got it bottled up in her dry, I need to go fix it. <laughs> that was why I said that to Drew. <laughs> you guys know, because I texted you. No, I know the show is so, so, so boring. I watched the first two episodes. I fell asleep in episode two. I woke up and watched episode three. Then I went back and watched all three episodes over again just to make sure it was actually boring and I wasn't just having a bad night or whatever. <laughs> I, I went back and rewatched it to make sure I actually hated it. Because sometimes I hate a show and people are like, no, it's good. Uh, like Battlestar Galactica, I watched freaking five seasons of it just to prove that it sucked. Um, I think <laughs> I think Wheel of Time is really boring, really boring. I think nothing really happened in the, in the first three episodes that I haven't seen in other shows. I, I'm getting a real. Um, I mean, it, I feel like I've seen this before, and it was called Lord of the Rings. Uh, Thank and, you, Karen. You're awesome. <laughs> oh, you're I right. I feel like it's Lord of the Rings, but not as good. Like it's a bunch of I people have, who didn't know each other on a quest together, and one of them is the chosen one. It's so and funny you say that because everything I have read. Oh, I, I haven't read any articles because I, you know, but any headlines I've seen has always is comparing it to. Game of Thrones. Everything's complaint comparing yeah, to Game I of Thrones. Yeah, it's and, not and Game I, of Thrones. Well, I, 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 it's because of the time I'm period. My contacts. It's, it's, I'm listening to you. Yeah, it's because of the time period. And I said to Artie while we were watching it, I was like, I don't get a Game of Thrones vibe from this at all. I said, this feels much more like Lord of the Rings, except these people just aren't walking in circles. Yeah. And I think, yeah. I think, the, and I, I agree, Karen, it so is kind of boring. Well, see, I don't think I, Lord of the Rings is good. Oh, I like Lord. Of... See, I mean, I, I feel love... like. What about the books? You don't love the books? 
Oh, I love oh, I love the books, not the movies. I think the problem with this is the same problem with the Lord of the Lord of the Ring movies are boring. They're extremely boring. And I think the main the biggest problem is because Tolkien's writing gives you so much more that you can't adapt. I mean, you can adapt anything you want, but a good adaptation, something like that is so massive that it never truly captures the magic of the book. And I, I haven't read Wheel of Time, but I feel like we're going to have this, it's, it's going to be that same type of problem because it's taking too long to get to the, to the, to the meat of it, you know? And it definitely yeah. is. It's it's definitely. I mean, this 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 the writer. I mean, it was clearly inspired by Lord of the Rings. I mean, I think that's completely obvious that he's inspired by it. You know, and, it's, and it's funny because they're comparing it to Game of Thrones, which this guy was writing about the, probably about the same time that Martin started Game of Thrones. So it's you know yeah. comparing the two, I think, is ridiculous. The two totally different type of things. Lord of the Rings, yes, absolutely, I can see it being. Right now, and it feels very, it, it, you know, I mean, it was written, started being written in the 80s. It feels very 80s in the way they're producing it. It has that 80s um, medieval time feel to it, which isn't a bad thing. It does. It's just I feel like, and, and you know what my biggest problem is, though? Um, Rand, okay? He keeps, I keep getting pulled out of the show because he is very distracting because he looks like Ryan Phillippe. <laughs> he does. Now that he does. That, right. he does. Oh my God, he does. Uh, yes. here, so, so, Jamie, yeah. I, yeah. I know Jamie I know, wants to jump in here, but play on the Lord. I, I know you like, hate Lord of the Rings, Jamie. Um, I, don't, I don't hate Lord of the Rings. I think I like Lord of the Rings. I think Lord of the Rings gets boring because it's too long. But I like Lord of the Rings overall. But what I want to ask you guys, though, because I've seen twice as much as you have, where did you guys leave off? Like, what happened? That's what I want to know because I'm careful what I'm saying. I'm just watching. Well, speaking of Lord of the Rings, what happens? So, speaking of Lord of the Rings, what happens is they have their Rivendell moment where they camp out in a creepy place, and orcs come and attack, and the rapes, the ring rapes come and attack them at at, a. at, at at Hilltop or wherever that place they leave Rivendell they're at or they're at that place yeah, called Hilltop. You know, it's where the dark stuff killing them. Right? Wait, hang on, hang on. So you know the you know the scene I'm talking about, AJ in Lord of the Rings that I felt yeah. like is exactly what happened. But Jamie, they're staying in that creepy weirdo magic city that everyone's like, Don't go in there, you'll definitely die and there and then um the guy uh who is like the servant of the witch it's like, no, we definitely have to go hide in this creepy city. Land. Uh, and they uh, – uh, now, Rand is the red-haired guy, right? Land. No, Rand. Rand. Land. Land. Land's like, no, we definitely have to camp out here. And then all this, like, scary shit happens, and the horse gets turned to stone, and they all jump off the cliff, well, and then they're all fault. separated. Yes, he is. And then separately, eight, uh, Jamie, the other thing that happens is it turns out there's not four people who might be the chosen one. There's actually five. Because the extra well, girl the comes chasing there. after them. Well, cause actually, there's another guy later. You'll, you might think, why? Well, I don't think it's well, the guy in the cage. The, the last um, thing we yeah, see is the guy in the cage claiming to be the dragon. Um, I, I was just going to oh, say, yeah. I, do, I will say one thing, okay? I, I do like this. I have liked this. But I also saw six episodes, and I also saw them all together, which obviously makes a difference. 
Um, I will say that I do think that it was a lot slower until you get past that part. I like the third episode with them at that building that you're comparing to, to Rivendell. With, with the, or that. Not I to Rivendell, the, but the to that place. Thing moving yeah. and all that. But I feel like it started moving a lot faster once they're past it. That's my opinion. Um, I don't know. I, I liked it. I mean, it's not like the best show ever, but I thought it was pretty good. Did you not like it either, AJ? I, I don't I don't hate it as deeply as Karen, but I do feel like it's Look, do I, very slow. I mean, I, I do like the fact – I actually feel like the story can get a little better now that they're all separated. I feel like cause mm-hmm. and now instead of one story that we're just following these five people, six people, walking along, doing the thing, now they're separated. Now they're two, two, and three because – uh, what's her face? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Naya Nave. She's still alive. We find out. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, now we've got now we've got three separate stories of all of them oh, going to the same place, but through different oh, paths. Yeah. So that I think could, that, that might only make it better. Make it, <laughs> yeah, that's what I, 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 I do see yes. that. Because I do see that with no, Karen. I think it'll make it better. Less of them trying to get there. I mean. I think it'll make it better next, because, you know, near three episodes is them heading there. So it's not like they're going to suddenly be there. But um, I don't know. But it's three different I stories. I, so that's why I think it, I feel it'll be better. Look, yeah. I don't Instead hate it because it's, it's too boring so you're for me to hate, hate it. it. Okay. Look, I don't hate it because it's too boring. Like, I hate Fear the Walking Dead because it pisses me off oh. every week. I don't hate the show. It's too boring for me to hate it. Nothing really happened. I also feel, not only did they just walk around for three episodes and not do anything, which was incredibly boring, the characters are so boring. Ram is like such a little milquetoast, boring, wussy boy. Uh, And his friend that he hangs out with, that guy who's a total dick who like steals money all the time or whatever, who's just like really not likable. Like he's really not a likable, he's not like a lovable rogue. He's just a not likable guy. Um, and the, the girls are almost indistinguishable from me because they're just like, to me, because they're just like generic girls who don't really have a personality. And I just, yeah, I just think it's boring. And I really, so three episodes in, I should care about these characters. I should care if they live or die. I should be interested that one of them is, I don't even know what being the chosen one means. I can't even remember what it means. I guess it's your typical chosen one story that they're going to save the world somehow in a way that I can't yeah. remember. Um, Essentially. It doesn't even matter, right? Kind of every show, right, Jamie? Let me ask you. Excuse me. Check up. Go ahead. Sorry. I didn't mean to check up. I just was going to ask you. I found myself, as I watched it, I was wondering, would I like this better if I had read the books? And so two things. I saw no. some comments online. No. Is, so the first thing is a list of watching it. And what I'm hearing. From your uh, wife who has read the started, books? She, ha- she actually hasn't started watching it. I just, I've read stuff online, and most of the book readers don't like it. Oh, really? I, I think it depends who you're talking to. Because on Reddit, a lot of them seem to, well, some of them seem to like it, some of them seem to not like it. But a lot of the book readers, I've read, I've, I've, read, <laughs> I read some comments where some book readers felt like, there's a scene where they're riding horses and they're telling some long, boring, expositionary tale about 
a legend about magic or some shit in their history. I can't remember. They're telling it's a typical, very Lord of the Rings, the also very Game of Thrones. That was an important thing. What? What? You mean the story? You mean that she tells about the story of all the people getting slaughtered? Oh yeah, it was some boring story about some whatever. Did people get slaughtered in it? That's how boring it was. I didn't even notice that people got slaughtered. Um, it was some legend from their. It was some legend about their past or whatever, right? And then they start singing a song, and I read a bunch of book people online were like, "Oh, that story, that part where they sang the song, that was so awesome. That's like critical of the whole thing. That's a critical." I'm like, "Really? That was so boring." And then some book people also like the White Cloaks, um, that creepy guy that ate the live bird, who really I don't like. Uh, and not God, only because he ate, not only because he burned a woman at the stake and then ate a live bird, um, which is enough reason not to like him. But he also is just <laughs> being played, and he's a very kind of smarmy. Like you just want to punch his face, right? Like yeah, you definitely anyway. want to punch his face. Those were two parts that I that I thought I had read that book people were kind of into, but I guess some book people think it's boring too, which they're correct. It's boring. I don't I don't, I don't really want to watch any more of it. I'm going to give it up. I didn't find it boring. What? You didn't find it boring? No, I found it some of them a little slow, but not boring, but which surprises me because I thought that it was something I wouldn't like. I thought you would like it more than I did because I usually uh, don't know like what that Jamie? kind of stuff. But I was going to say, I think, I know that you're not a huge fan, you know, you didn't watch Game of Thrones, you're not a huge Lord of the Rings person, and I thought you would not like it. Yeah, I I did, though. I, I, I thought I wouldn't, too. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, it's not, like, the most amazing story ever, but I liked it. And I also think that it's a very well-made show. I mean, it looks awesome, and the uh, locations are awesome-looking. I mean, it's a beautiful show. I mean, that's no, I mean, they shot it in New Zealand, right? Plot. You have to like it, too. Um, I think they kind of shot it all over. Um, I forget. I mean, yeah, they shot, in Eastern, they shot part but, of it in Eastern Europe, right? They shot something in Eastern Europe. Yeah. They, they could have shot, shot it in New Zealand. Places. New Zealand's been closed but, for, like, two years, ever since COVID came around. Uh, yeah, I, I remember. It, I think it, they it, shot it in Eastern Europe. But, but um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. But I think it's a very, a very nice-looking show. I think it's got like really good production values, but that doesn't necessarily matter if you don't like the show. I don't know. Yeah, I right. did. I, I do think it starts moving a lot faster. I, I, although I kind of like the third, wait, let me ask you a question. In, in the third episode, you said they get to the, the place with the word, you said they're already out of there, right? You said at the end, they jump off the cliff. So you're yeah, they have to run that. away. Yeah. And, they Rand, have to run away and jump uh, Rand, off the cliff. And then they, oh yeah. Go ahead. Rand and Matt end up in that town with the with the uh, okay. the bartender turns out to be black, a psycho. Oh yeah, the psycho bartender chick. turns oh, out to right. try to betray them and turn them in. Yeah. The bartender. Okay, the bartender. Then, that girl is like a servant of the dragon or whatever bullshit that is, and yeah. she tries no, to turn them in, kill them. The dark one. And then the dark one, yeah. Dark child or something. Um, dark friend. What's his? Yeah, okay, you're fine. Um, I don't know. I thought the thing of them Egg, in that I liked. I thought that was yeah. better. Egwin, Perrin, they joined the traveling circus with Miss S. Um, with Miss S. They yeah, that's what a, I was They joined a traveling circus? 
No, I was being sarcastic. I was being facetious. Oh, what like what? Them. The people that move around all the time. I'm, I'm like, oh, the travelers. They join the travelers. Them. Yeah, the travelers. Oh, they're yeah. called. Yeah. They're not a traveler yeah. circus. She, yeah. she said led, that. led by Mrs. Oh, Ed. And then that new oh, that other girl who was following them ends up um trying to heal the witch. That tries to heal Robin. Yeah, and Yeah. And um, Land. I like her. And Moraine. I like her and Land, but I liked. Uh, I mean, Nynaeve, not. Um, not that I don't like Moraine, but that wasn't who I meant. I like Nynaeve and Land, but I like them more as the story goes on. But um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I guess I just felt different about this. But I have to. I also. I, I think a lot of times, and, and that's why it's bad sometimes that I watch the screeners. I do think it makes a big difference how much you see of something and how fast you need to watch it, because you, uh, if you watch it in one thing a lot, and that's not good. I'm just saying. I think that watching them all together and seeing like one continuous story and not having to stop in the middle <laughs> makes a big difference. All right. Well, then they should have made a movie because they, they designed it to be episodic and... television. They designed it to be. Either that or they should have released them all at once. They could that have done means that they didn't too. design it. Did. That means they didn't, de- they didn't design it to be seen that way. They designed it to be seen in a traditional television format one at a time. Right. Right. Um, well, so I guess they let release three at well, once. Yeah. I don't know what they planned. Yes, they did. But yeah, I mean, I'm whatever. I'm just saying, I think that that makes a big difference, um, which means I think that this is a show that probably, in my opinion, would have been better to release at once. Yeah, but because I mean, if I this was like a movie, if, if, if this was a movie, you're not going to say the movie. This is like a movie that's until saying. the fourth hour. <laughs> 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 Jamie, like, I understand no. what you're. I, I understand I like what you're saying, and I. I was bored through the. No, I agree. You guys, I mean, she feels. I agree to like a point. But to yeah. Karen, to I, but I agree to Karen's point. You know, if you're going to make an episodic show, um, that you know they oh, don't yeah. know. I mean, maybe they, maybe Amazon knew they were going to release all three, but guess what? They released three, and it didn't help. You saw six because yeah. you saw yeah, the screeners and everything. This show would be, I think that this is the kind of show but, that but would have done better. That's the thing. A show, but, so. every, but shows can't do that. Shows can't be like, okay, we know we're going to be really boring in the beginning, so we're going to be six episodes so people don't stop watching. Guess what? If I'm that extremely bored, I'm problem, stopping yeah. before I get to episode six anyway. Like, I'm not, yeah. that, well, okay. I'm not that bored with right. this, I feel like but... I could be wrong, but I feel like this is the kind of show that either you like this kind of show or you don't. But that's where I also am surprised that I do, because I really didn't think I would. So I don't know. But so I, I think, think this is definitely a show that's polarizing. I mean, I, I mean, I don't think there's a lot of in the middle. You thought you like it or you don't like it. So I think you just contradict. I'm, I'm honestly kind of. I'm kind of in the middle, actually. I'm intrigued enough to keep really? watching, but I'm not loving it. So, I mean, to say you either like this kind of show or you don't is, Jimmy, you, until now, really don't like this kind of a show, and I really mostly do like this kind of show <laughs> until this one. No, no, no. I'm right? Oh, my God. You guys switched bodies. I would, think that I, wouldn't like this I would think that I wouldn't like this kind of show, but what I'm saying is this is a show, not a kind of show. This is a kind of gotcha, show gotcha, that gotcha. I think I'm saying most people aren't going to be where AJ is. They're going to be either like it or not like it. 
you, yeah. I mean, you can tell by this point whether you like it or not, usually, is what I'm saying. Well, like, I, I'm surprised you know AJ is kind of Let's put it this way. Let's, let's like, put I it this people way. People are either going to watch the end or have quit by now. Let's put it that way. I, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued, but I also I want to like it, so I'm going to give it another episode or two. <laughs> like, or I might even just, you know, watch the whole season, and if I don't like it by the end of the season, I'm just not going to watch next season. Yeah, that's a long journey. I mean, it's not a quick type of story. No, no, I, I understand that. But if I'm not caring about their journey by the end of 10 episodes or 8 episodes or whatever it is, I'm not going to keep putting myself through that. Just like the first oh, time right. I watched Lord of the Rings, by the first time I watched Lord of the Rings, by the time I got to, to after two hours, I was like, there's still another hour of this? Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and, you know, Jamie, to your point that you watched six straight hours of it, no show is meant to be consumed that way. Even when they drop all no. ten episodes, even when people binge no. it and it's bingeable, no creator actually intends that you have to watch six straight hours of it before it gets good. No, you're right. Um, you're right. <laughs> and I and I can't watch a show that you just told me by hour six it'll be good. I've already invested three hours in it, right? I, I'm, well, I I'm not watching it was good it. by hour three, but that's I know you did. I, you did. I, I and, and, episode and three was definitely a step up. Like with the dark stuff, I thought that that was when it started moving. So if you didn't like, I guess that, I was, probably. I mean, I, don't I was know. already not so like checked out by then. And I was so like, oh my, oh, here comes more exposition. Let's have some more exposition to try to tell me what's going on here. Um, I I was already so checked out by then that I think that to be fair though, you can't have a fourteen book series and not have a lot of exposition. I mean, it's kind of it's one of those things. There's yes. going to be a lot of shit. You know what I mean? They've got I agree a lot with you. To cram in there. You can have less boring it's, exposition. True. The thing about exposition is how it's delivered. There have been. Yeah. You know, movies and shows that do that deliver exposition, and you don't even realize you're getting exposition because it's done in such a great way. Then you have shows mm-hmm. like um, Sleepy Hollow, where every time they knew, you knew you were getting exposition because Katrina would be on screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the exposition fairy. <laughs> um, yeah. Now, I, now let me. Let me put it this way. The best part of, of the viewing experience for me up to this point was when I forget if it was one of the dream. I think it was the, the one dream when you see the uh, the faceless one or the eyeless one, whatever yeah. the hell they call them, and he kind of screams. Yeah. And Artie, Artie goes, it's Demogorgon Voldemort. That was the highlight for me <laughs> was Artie's comment. <laughs> oh, my God. That's totally correct. It was a cross between them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> really is. No. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm done. I think I'm checked out. Too boring oh, for me. Um, I mean, also, I have to I have to make an effort and click multiple clicks on my TV to get the app to come out. It's just too much effort. <laughs> it's not like, yeah. it's not like Fear the Walking Dead is on my DVR, so I just watch it. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I really don't, I, I really don't, I just don't, I can't see That's that okay. I have to watch seven more hours of it. Well, there isn't seven more hours, but. How many hours How many did you watch? Can you watch three? I watched three. Is it only there's six? Only, there's eight. There's only eight. Eight. Oh so five, eight. More. five more hours. Yeah, there's eight, right? <laughs> five more hours. 
A it five is all right, hour tour. Maybe it's okay, but you don't. We still... If I catch the flu and have to lay on my couch for five hours straight, I'll watch it. All right. All right. We've got to move along, right? We've... Yeah, we got, I, we got one more. Say, I, I know something. I was going to say, I did see a couple good things this week. I was going to say this okay. on streaming. Not that they're new. Well, the one's new. The one, The other one isn't. Do you guys ever see, I just want to ask you, because I really liked it. This uh, movie, it's with Brian Reynolds called Six Underground. Yeah, yeah I, I saw that, that while, when it came out. That was good. I like that. I liked it. It's, I mean, it's crazy, but I like it a lot. Um, I think it would have made a good series as opposed to a movie. I feel like they could have done a lot with that as a well, series. Well, they were oh, going to make more movies. They were going to make more movies, but it did, apparently it didn't do oh, very good by Netflix standards, so they're not. Oh, Oh, okay. That was good. And then I also saw, and this is pretty new. I, I think it came out a little bit ago. Um, if you, although you gotta like, you know, love story Christmas movies, but it was it was good. Um, I saw, I watched Love Hard. I really liked that. It's with uh, Nina Dobrev in it. That's really good. I liked it. It was funny. Oh, all right. It was a Christmas movie, and it okay. was a love story, but it wasn't like a sappy, sappy love story. It was pretty good. I liked it. So okay. those were those were the good things to watch. Now. I, I know we're not going to get into details, but I, I want to talk a second about Eternals. E- AJ, you saw Eternals, oh! right? Wait, didn't we agree we're going to wait for me to it. watch it? I just it? want to know if he liked it or not. I just want to know his opinion on it. Did yes, you, I liked did it. Did you like Eternals? <laughs> I mean, to like the middle of the movie to like it. I'll just say that. <laughs> I was kind of bored at the beginning, but I'm honest. But I think it's more like of a Marvel movie. Like, it was a good movie, period, but like, I expect right, well, a Marvel well, movie. Well, I expect to be blown away. Karen- but yeah, we'll talk All right, about we'll worry about that more next week because Karen and I still have one more show. Okay, no, I just was curious if you if you liked it. All right, yeah, you wait. What else? Oh, you guys saw something else like it? Discovery. Weird Discovery. What? You mean Star Trek Discovery? Star. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. It's really just called All Discovery, right. but it's Star Trek. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, no, I All right. didn't know if that's what you're talking about. All right. Yeah. yeah. I don't think there was. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I watched, I don't think that was. I was trying to think. I think that's it. Um, okay. Well, right. I guess I will go then. Um, have a happy Thanksgiving, guys. Yeah, and happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Tell Thanksgiving your family. Celebrates. I can't believe it's this that close. Two days. Geez. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Alrighty. Well, have All right. Guys. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you too much. All right. Bye. 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 Okay. AJ, so. I think we fought. So we didn't cover this show previously. Did, did we even cover it? No, we did not. We didn't because I was kinda, still catching you, up. I was still catching up. No, we didn't because you, were, you kind of binged it. Yeah, you kind of binged it out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, you know what happened? I got a really awesome deal to sign up for Paramount for a year and a half, thanks to Jamie. So did I. Uh, I, I, got, got I just signed deal? up for Paramount myself. Um, yeah. Anybody that has and, uh, Sprint and Sprint and T-Mobile customers get Paramount free for a year. Oh, yeah. Actually, so that's all actually I, got I, think, I think how I started watching it was um, CBS aired season one, like, uh, on a series of Friday nights. Like, I think CBS, like, put it on the air, and I, and, and I caught it, and my DVR caught season one, and then I got Paramount and, like, binge the rest of it out of nowhere. Anyway, yes, I suddenly, like, and then I watched Picard, and then I watched Below Decks. And I just like binged all Star Trek. I haven't watched. Weeks. I haven't watched Below Decks yet. Oh, it's good. It's cute. 
good. Yeah. I hear Prodigy is kind of cute also, even though it's really for kids. Um, yeah, I'll end up watching that anyhow. too, I'm sure. Um, so, and it's kind of lucky, talking about binging, like, it's lucky that I could binge season one because all that Klingon nonsense, I was able to just sort of, like, move quickly through and move on. Um, <laughs> and I was reading, so talking about this season premiere, I, you know, I was reading an article on Den of Geek that talked about how the Klingons had been fully, they were fully erased from last season. Like, season three, we have the time travel yeah. element and the new Federation and the Klingons are just gone. And we don't really know what happened if they were wiped out or whatever, but they were wiped out from the show because they sucked so much. Uh, they were very annoyed. <laughs> that, that was a very problematic storyline in a lot of ways. <laughs> um, and they're well, gone. I'm sure that, but anyway. I'm sure the Klingons are out there somewhere and they'll come back into the fold at some point. Yeah, she can't really have Star Trek without, you know, Klingon showing up once in a while. Yeah. But anyway, so season four premiere. Um, I was so intrigued by the title being Kobayashi Maru. Yes, um, me too. Which would intrigue any Star Trek fan, right? And then the way they played it into the episode, like, I get it. Um but I was a little like, oh, that's what they mean by Kobe. Like, this really wasn't a yeah. in my room moment, I think, for Michael. I think that was a bit of a stretch. Um, uh, I think, okay, so it was a season premiere, and there always is just with the season premiere, but I think it was pretty good, and there is some promise for the season. And we can yeah, talk about I like, why I think um, that, but what do you think? I, I, one thing I like, I love Booker. I love the character of Booker, so I'm glad they found, you know, they, they made, basically, a reason for him to be on Discovery once again. Um, yeah. I mean, I like when he has, you know, they separate, his separate stories, too. Um, I love the way this, the episode started, you know, starts with them being with the butterfly people, trying, you know, trying to mm-hmm. make nicey-nice with them, and the whole, you know, misunderstanding and the, the chase and everything, and then her help, you know, her helping them, and then still giving them dilithium, like, I really, I, li- I like the uh, the cold open. I thought that was pretty good. I um, did, too. And I think it kind of played well into what happens later, because, like, like yeah. o- overall, the theme of the episode, and, and by the end of the episode, what the president is saying to Michael is, like, you always want to take a risk and, like, do your crazy shit because it always works out for you, but you were always risking yourself. And now you're the captain and you can't risk yourself. Like, you either risk the whole – so, like, I liked – the cold open was – I mean, it was great, but also it has it, – it resonates later because she, like, yeah. really should the captain beam down and do this herself or should the captain send number one down, right? Like, why? It's always right. got to be you, Michael, doing this stuff, right? You're the captain now. Because that's what – um, because that's what Star Trek captains do. I mean, Kirk was always the first one out the door. I know, I know. And Picard did plenty of away teams also, right? Picard was down on the surface yeah. um, all Picard, the time, too. Picard was never as reckless, though. Picard was never as reckless. He was definitely more, definitely some Riker more out mature. more. He was mature yes. and experienced, right? Like, this is her first yeah. time in the chair, and... Like the show has been working towards Michael getting the chair. Um, yeah. 
I mean, that's kind of cool. Like, like I think I'm not sure, but I think every other Star Trek, the character has always been the captain from the jump, right? Kirk, Picard, Janeway, um, Cisco, they're all the captain when it opens, and so yeah, like seeing Michael. Yeah, this is the first time. Time, and that's that's gonna be kind of cool, I think, right? Um, yeah. Oh, and I but, I love the sh- I love the shout out to Enterprise uh, when they named the new station the Archer Station. Oh yeah, yeah. Which was, which <laughs> was for Captain Archer from Enterprise. Yeah, that was kind of, that was cool. Um, uh, I mean, I think so. We didn't talk about last season. We didn't cover it. I mean, last season yeah. also not without its issues, but it was. It was really a brilliant move to send them, what are they, 700, 900 years the in the future. future. It frees yeah, you from all canon, right? Yes. They're free from all canon, and they're allowed to do whatever they want, but they hold on to a few things like the Prime Directive, Starfleet Academy, like, things like that. So, I mean, I think it was pretty cool. Um, it does seem like, so the main thing that happens is they go to that, to rescue that, that, Star station, Starbase, or whatever it is. Starbase is not really a Star Trek term, but they go to this base that's that's like falling apart because there's yeah, science it's a temp- station or something. I think I think it's a it's a temporal anomaly, like very Star Trekky thing. And it's a temporal yeah. anomaly. No one knows what the hell that is, but it's you know, or, <laughs> or it's a gravitational it's a gravitational anomaly, I think, or a temporal anomaly. I don't know. Same an, difference, basically. It was some right? kind of anomaly. Some kind of anomaly is going to destroy the universe. Um, and, uh, I mean, I, like, I kind of like that as the big, like, I get that. I can understand that. I can work with that, right? Like, it's a, it's a pretty, I like it better than last season, the burn, and it was, like, burn turns out to be this kid on a space station who's, like, genetically tied to, like, whatever. I think, like, like your good old fashioned gravitational anomaly um, <laughs> is maybe a good place for this show to be. This show has had three fairly outlandish storylines for three years, right? I don't say outlandish. Like, I mean, it's the it's not, I say outlandish. <laughs> I should say outlandish. I should say, I should say they're they're they've been pushing pushing the limit a little bit. Like the Red Angel was kind of a yeah, and then like. So what you're saying is this, this is kind of a little. This is this is starting out a little more grounded. Yes, thank you. Being, like it's not. Yeah. It's not an evil AI that wants to destroy all life in the universe. It's not um, the Red Angel, which was some craziness for a while. Uh, it's not half the season being told in Klingon. Um, <laughs> you know, although I did like the whole like um, evil Giorgio kind of. Thing going on in season two. Um, yeah, it's like a good old-fashioned anomaly, and it's a little more grounded, and it's something I can like. Um, like, I'm not—I don't know what they're doing this season, but if you're gonna do a storyline about Michael growing into being a captain, set it against a kind of a normal emergency that we that we don't have to put as much brain power into. Right. WTFing every single week, right? So yeah, and I think as I, I, I th- and I think 
I think as we watch Michael grow, it's going to be fun because it's going to give the rest of the crew more opportunity um, to grow themselves. And we'll see, you know, like, you know, Tilly and everybody else as they, because they're going to be the ones doing more if, if Michael eventually just kind of sits in the chair and tells people what to do for a change as opposed to just going and doing it herself. So Tilly is, she's a lieutenant now, right? Like Tilly's been promoted, demoted, up and down, all over the place. Like Tilly was number one. She was the captain. She was an ensign when she became the captain, right? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So now she's been demoted but promoted to lieutenant. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And she's not number one, I don't think, is she? No, she's not number one. Actually, I mean, I assume, yeah. No, you know what? Tilly might be her. Tilly, Tilly might be. Well, I don't know because she might be her number one. Well, what's her face? Um, uh, God, uh, the, uh, the helmsman, the girl with the thing on her face, the middle piece on her. What the hell's her name? Detmer. 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 She's a, she's a commander. I love her. So com- so technically, Detmer might be her number one because Detmer's com- a commander. Oh, she might be number one, yeah. I mean, I think we assume that Saru will come back and assume that role, right? Like, Saru's coming back, right? What do you think about Saru? Well, yeah, I mean, that conversation, like... the conversation that Saru had with the child, whose name is, yeah, I can't remember. Um, so, Saral, Saral. He told, he so... to, yeah, he told Saru, hey, Saral. you can be here, but actually be out there. Like, you don't have to continue to stay here on our home planet, you know, like, like, you know, Saru is the, the, the bridge between. Yeah. So like, I, I, I gotta believe Saru. Yeah. I, I mean, Saru's yeah. gonna, sh- you know, gotta believe he's gonna come back. Maybe not right away. It may take a couple episodes, but he's definitely gonna end up back on Discovery. Well, I think he's gonna end up back on Discovery, and I was thinking to myself, do we even need these scenes on Kaminar, Kalamar, Kalamar? Kaminar. Because Kaminar, I, I was like, do we even need these scenes? Couldn't they have just expositioned it away and been like, yeah, I spent some time there. Now I'm back. I love being on the ship. Um, no, because you don't like it. And I wonder, I don't, but people do it. <laughs> and I was thinking to myself, why didn't they do it? And I think I know why. Uh, Kaminar will probably be, one of the planets at risk of being destroyed by the oh no anomaly right that. I mean why show it first of all um, if if we're not going to see it again and I also think that this anomaly is far more dangerous if it threatens a planet that we know and care about right like there has to be people that mm. we care about and I'm really sorry that right. this planet got destroyed because um, it was a really cool and nice planet. Um, and also son and nephew died, but they're gone now. So we don't have that emotional thing of like, let's save this planet. So I wonder if like coming art will be right. like a planet that's at risk and has to be yeah. saved. And like, if that's a way to grab, otherwise, I, I don't know. Cause I was just like, why, why are they showing this? Why couldn't they have just expositioned it away? Yes. I don't like that, but it is a narrative choice, right? I don't know. Guess we'll see. Guess we'll see. I am. Um, I mean, I have high hopes for the season. I think it'll be, um, I think it's been getting better every season. 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Do you have any episodes it is? Uh, I would say 10 to 13. I don't, I don't I know exactly. I, can't. I think it's been 13 yeah. in the past, right? Um, then it's probably 13 then. Yeah. I can't remember what show is how many until I watch them. Right. It's the world yeah. we live in now. So that might be the case. I know, right? <laughs> Too hard to keep track. So, so, all right. Well, it'll get better. We'll right, more well, talk about it as, it as it gets more involved. Yeah. Week after week. So that is our show for this week, people. Yeah. We'll be a little all bit right. shorter next week because we only have one episode of Wheel of Time to talk about. Oh, my God, yeah. And we'll have two people talking about it because one person is failing. There you go. <laughs> well, you have two of us talking about it. You won't have me ranting for 10 minutes about how much I but hate you it. You know, you know, you know what I find funny, though? I haven't watched, I haven't watched uh, any wa- uh, Walking Dead shows Walking in what? Dead. Uh, all right, so season 11. So, what, four years now I haven't watched The Walking Dead? And you guys still take half a, an hour tor- per. You guys still take half an hour per show. <laughs> I know, but me. you know what? I think we wouldn't talk as long if we didn't hate it. So, like, I talk longer because I hate well, it. Well, yeah, I know. Uh, I, I agree. I feel like I feel like we take longer if even if we're slightly annoyed, we have to make sure everybody understands how annoyed we are. That's right. And the only time we talk right. forever about something we, we love is if we love it, it green. Like, if it's so amazing that we have to just keep yeah, talking about like, it. Like, if it's an episode of The Expanse, then we would talk for a long time about it. Yeah. Like, like we're better off when we moderately like something, because then we kind of get to the, the point of it, talk a little bit, and that's it. <laughs> Look, yeah, Star Trek, it was fine. Okay, move on. Yeah, yeah. there we go. So. Perfect example. So. All right. All right, right, folks. We'll be a little shorter next week. Taryn, have a great Thanksgiving. You too, you and your family. Are you cooking? Do you do the cooking, AJ? I am cooking. I am cooking this year. Making a turkey, huh? I get free bird from work. Oh, yeah, nice. (laughs) Nice. All right. It was really nice last year. Because Junie Junie was working at Sam's with me last year, so we got two birds, so we cooked one at Christmas. (laughs) <laughs> oh, nice. Oh. Gosh, you couldn't take over the team and get a job there this month? No. Only one better off not working year. retail. Uh, she, doesn't have, she doesn't have the patience oh. for retail. She's more like her mother, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So. so all right. All well, right. You guys well, have, so good luck cooking your bird. Everybody have a happy and safe nice Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, and we will do it again next week. And, All right. Talk to you on Tuesday. All right. Bye. Good night, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.